everybody, and welcome to some interseason content. Mm. Are you excited? Because we've been talking about things that aren't sequels. Isn't that lovely? It's quite nice for us to, it's a broad to branch out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I am your host, as always, Jack <laughs> Chambers. And joining me, my usual sequelizing compatriots, Mr. Matthew Stockton. Ba-bum. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that's, that's a thing. Of all the things you... Oh, I couldn't think of anything for this film. You came up with a sound effect for this episode. I was going to go, bah, and then realize that's not the right one. The kind of yeah. like HBO sound. But, yeah. uh, ba-bum. Fair enough. And, of course, Mr. Tim Atom. Are you still watching Criminal Minds? <laughs> <laughs> Have you passed into an unconsciousness <laughs> only possible by watching 16 Shall continuous we? hours of Criminal call, Minds? Call the police. <laughs> Uh, if you haven't already guessed by the topic and the sound effects, and <laughs> I can't really call that a quote, but the thing that Tim said and the noise that Matt made, mm. we're going to be discussing streaming services yes. and we're going to be covering a, a broad range of topics and we're going to talk about the how they affect cinema and filmmaking and the differences between how we experience it in the UK and people who experience it overseas. It's going to be a general topic about streaming services and our experiences with it, where we think it's going in the future, and all that lovely kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're not pitching any sequels, we're not doing any of that stuff. If you just joined us for season five, this is part of the the mid-season stuff. We're branching mm-hmm. out and doing yeah. other stuff. We, it's a, it's we, a do, we do this while we write the pitches that we will then Correct. be discussing in the <laughs> yeah. next season. We've already decided season six, mm-hmm. except for some little Patreon votes and stuff. So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, which will probably be ongoing possibly they'd probably be up right now if you're a patreon supporter go and check them out patreon.com slash sequelizers if if you want to become one and make your voice yeah yeah join join us on the patreons and if you want to vote for a potential film in season six yeah please do with the intros out of the way gentlemen i feel like we you know us three three british lads (laughs) 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 exactly Well said, Matthew. Yeah. Couldn't have put it better myself. Churchill. Churchill, indeed. Good old Winston. Twat. Exactly. We have a particular perspective from being this side of the pond. Mm. It is, uh, unfortunately, as, the, as is the case with much of cinema and television and media and stuff, it is usually a UK, North American kind of debate. There are other examples out there, but this is the kind of thing we kind of have the most experience with and the most sure. knowledge with living in the western world living in britain and that kind of stuff and what i found most interesting f- from my experience with especially tv shows and things like that and even with some examples of films that perhaps don't get a release here companies like netflix and amazon and the other ones we'll be talking about suddenly pick them up for broadcast rights here in the uk mm. i remember that being a huge deal and i know i talk about it a lot Breaking Bad. Yeah. When the mm. final season of Breaking Bad happened, everybody was like, "Oh God, they're not showing it on Channel Five or whatever the fuck no, it was no on before." TV there was no to for non-British listeners. That's our basically like normal free TV available for everyone. All your big shows will be on there. Typically, twenty years ago or whatever it was, <laughs> like you know, before the era of streaming services and stuff. There were five TV channels. Then there was Sky. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, you got the BBCs, you got your Channel Fours, you got your ITVs, you got Channel Five, you got your Sky stuff, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And then Breaking Bad was like, we're exclusively on Netflix. We're not releasing on any TV 
yep. in Britain. Mm. Fuck you. Get Netflix. And I'm like, can they do that? <laughs> Is that a thing you're allowed yeah, to do now? Yeah. Are you allowed to just be on a streaming service? Because I, I hadn't, I had Netflix for a little bit. I hadn't quite got the whole like renting DVD Netflix back in the day. Sure. But I'd had the streaming service and I, I'd been watching Breaking Bad and kind of catching up with it and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And that was really my first introduction of like the concept of an exclusive thing. And I, I very much come from the perspective of like console gaming and stuff like that. Mm. I'm so aware of like, oh, this is exclusive to PlayStation. So you will never play Uncharted games on Xbox and I will never play Gears of War on PlayStation. Yeah. That's been a thing for decades and decades, mm. ever since video games were basically invented yeah. and consoles mm. sprung up from... The Nintendo the, Sega Classic, Sega um, exactly. Console the Wars. Console Wars has been a huge thing for like 30 plus years now. And now we're in this weird transition where it used to be channel exclusive or whatever it was, like production, mm. like the BBC stuff or whatever yes. would be exclusively on the BBC shows. And now we're in this era where if a film doesn't get released and... Annihilation is an example of this. Mm. Didn't get a fucking release over here. We're like, ah, oh, just stick it on Netflix. Mm. Yeah. What? Un- Uncut Gems in- had a I don't perfect know if, example. Yeah. If it had a cinema to, release here, it was very limited. Yeah, not over here. Don't think Britain. Yeah. The the interesting thing is, okay, it's, it's very kind of boring admin for you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So, as Jack mentioned, the UK and the US have different distribution rights. And so things like, say, for example, the CBS All Access, whatever, mm. or Hulu or stuff like that, we don't have yeah. at all. We don't have access to that stuff. So Hulu, if you want to watch um, Handmaid's Tale, it's on Sky. Yeah. I think Sky Atlantic. Mm. If you want to watch the HBO... Sky is a whole other oh, yeah, thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you want to watch HBO shows like John Oliver or something, that's Sky Atlantic as well. Yeah. If you want to watch... The Star Trek stuff, as in it's Star Trek Discovery, mm. they have a deal with Netflix, not mm. the CBS. If you want to watch Picard, oh, that's Amazon it's on Prime. Amazon. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, we so it's, for, for Americans, Sky is kind of basically our version of cable TV. Pretty much. There's cable um, over here, but it's not the same because it's Virgin. Yeah, it's yeah. satellite. It, it? And yeah. Sky, Sky was both a provider of cable and one of the main cable channels correct or the satellite channels i should say you literally had sky one and as you mentioned yeah Matt, they branched out to like sky atlantic and then yes. you had yeah. sky movies sky horror and they mm. sky sports and, and all this mm. kind of sky, stuff sky atlantic is basically hbo pretty much yeah because yeah. we don't yeah. we don't have hbo even though the brand people are very aware of over here yeah, because of the show yeah. thing at the beginning. um mm. some stuff went on terrestrial like broadcast tv like mm. sex and the city channel four was on channel four back in the day surprise um, was that Sky or Channel 4? Channel 4 originally, I want to say, yeah. or possibly both. Mm. And but something's transition as well. I remember yeah. the Brothers was Channel 4. It was. I remember when Lost moved over to Sky and uh, I couldn't watch it and I was like, oh God, what yeah. do we do? Yeah. Oh, I was enjoying that. Oh mm. no. Yeah. So yeah, so a lot of stuff that gets... Uh, goes on like Hulu and mm-hmm. CBS, goes, goes different places. A lot of it goes to Sky or one of Sky's channels. Like we have, a, you know, a version of the sci-fi channel that shows on Sky right, and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, you also we'll lose s- things. So, for example, with the uh, the Arrowverse, the DC mm. Arrowverse things, you have we have Arrow over here on Sky One. Mm-hmm. We have the Flash on Sky One, I believe, and mm. Legends of Tomorrow, but not Batwoman. Yeah, we do have Supergirl as well, but not Batwoman. So mm. there's the big crossover they had with the um, Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah, mm. yeah. But because Batwoman isn't over here. There was no way to watch that series or that crossover episode. 
interesting. Yeah. And it's the thing because it's it's more about distribution mm. than and the same way that America has interesting deals about distributing BBC stuff mm. and where that gets put BBC through. BBC America. Yeah. And some things are like that doesn't that go through I think I want to say Hulu has it or something for BBC stuff. Yeah. Well it's and and it's interesting here because obviously we also have our own homegrown stuff. Yes. So BBC has its own streaming platform. ITV, the iPlayer. Yeah, mm-hmm. ITV has its own platform. Yep. So does Channel 4 and Channel 5. They are also sort of cooperating on one called BritBox, yeah. which yes, yeah. is being advertised now, but I have not investigated at all. So I We also not. have stuff like Now TV, which is a weird con- Sky, conglomerate yeah. bits of Sky. Like, yeah. you just want the movie bits from Sky, but mm. not that or whatever. Mm. That's how um, my partner and I ended up watching the last season of Game of Thrones. Mm. Like, uh, yeah. We ended up getting now tv as like a cheap free trial for the last month or whatever and just watch those last few another sky atlantic mm. thing rather than hbo exactly yeah yeah, yeah. i'm trying to get access to that stuff Mm-mm. because we don't get hbo and we don't have sky that's the only way we could yep but this it's a weird thing that we seem to have multiple routes to find different things like for example you have sky matt so you could have watched that on sky i did but i watched it on now tv and it's a weird thing yeah. about i don't know how those rights work but we're in an age now when we're so beholden to the corporations of like, oh, well, Disney owned basically fucking everything now. Yeah. So tough if you're not going to be on uh, Disney Plus, which we'll be yeah, certainly we be talking should, about. Like, yeah. That's going to be a big We don't thing. have Disney Plus yet. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, time of release of this episode? We do. Uh, at, uh, yes. at time of recording, we don't. But by the time this goes out, we will. And the reason we, it was delayed is because Sky had locked up a deal with Disney for everything so mm. all the marvel stuff all the disney uh the star wars stuff it would go through mm. there some of it would go to netflix as well over here for distribution we've had, you've had some of the marvel stuff. stuff come over and some of the star wars stuff creep yeah. over so but. the exclusive was i think that when endgame first was distributed it was via sky cinema mm. sky movies or whatever i call it um and do they still have a box office option where you can like buy and rent stuff and all that kind of weird yeah, shit? I, believe yeah. So. I think so yeah yeah still weird there. i don't yeah it's who uses that stuff apart from like dad's accidentally buying old porn <laughs> old stuff? Like. Um, it, it, again, it's trying to it's trying to keep the older market while retaining the younger market. That's why I think Now TV is the same thing. It's like Sky is for the older market who already have the box that they had in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And my dad still has Sky for who, some reason. You yeah. buy their TV guide and then they use like essentially you know like a. Um, a TiVo style device to yes. record stuff and yeah. then watch it yeah. later. Yeah. yeah, and then you've got the now TV style thing, which is more of a streaming platform, kind of in a mm. way, because it's a, a separate box. So if we just go through a li- very briefly, actually, let's do a little bit of a game here, gentlemen. Would you like some statistics, please? All right, always. I'd love, love. We'll go in a reverse order of subscriptions here. This is um, UK based, I assume. Uh, kind of international. Oh, interesting. So I'm going to whip through some international shit you won't know about. Okay. Times Can internet, be some, like Bollywood stuff, and like no, no, so well, mostly America. Uh, let's start at the bottom. Um, Apple Inc., Apple mm. TV Plus yeah. has currently, and again, this is based on figures correct over time. Uh, how many million subscribers do you think it's got? It's launched in 2019 worldwide. Twelve. Just made that number up. Sure, be hard. Could be hundreds. Tim? I have no idea. Twenty. Answers ten million so far. Okay. Very slow. Okay. Next one up is Google with YouTube Premium. Yeah, YouTube Premium is a weird one. Like yep. you could, there's mm. now exclusive stuff you can only watch on YouTube. Mm. Yeah, and but I would say it has had less. Even though no one's a pay for <laughs> no, YouTube. No, very few people have Apple TV, <sighs> but it got some big, high-profile stuff to launch with. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't think YouTube has had the closest YouTube uh, Premium has had to a breakout here is the uh, Karate Kid uh, spin-off, Cobra the Kai. Cobra Kai yeah. series. Yeah. yeah. 
I heard great things about them, by the way. So, mm. what do we think for for uh, YouTube? I'll go sixteen million. Fourteen. Uh, the answer for YouTube technically is twenty million. Okay, oh, it's okay. not as big as I thought it'd be because YouTube's huge. Yeah, I feel like there's enough thing, there's enough is... free content on YouTube. Mm. And then you've got uh, Crunchyroll's next one, Viz Media Corporation. Ah, yeah, the anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anime, manga, dorama stuff. Yep. That's very specific mm-hmm. niche market. Tim, do you have a Crunchyroll? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This ah, is sort okay. of user subscriber kind of thing. But notice yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. ask Matt. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, any thoughts? I'll up it again. Twenty-seven. I'd say higher. I'm going to go like fifty million. Probably higher. 45 million okay okay yeah. Yeah, yeah then we get to the stuff like the one that is launching soon which is peacock which is the nbc universal oh uh, yeah because of the logo um, that makes sense yeah, yeah. um abs cbn uh the warner media group sure. which is hbo now hbo go and hbo hbo max i want to say coming soon this one's quite low does anyone know the difference between go now and max literally no one not in this room <laughs> um, or even the people at Water Media Group. No, I, I think HBO Go is the one where you don't have to have the cable box at home to subscribe. Correct. To streaming. It, it, you can do an online only option. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I think Go is actually most importantly international, whereas um, Now is America only. Ah, uh, okay. No, I'm pretty sure that you can't get any, anything HBO. You can't do anything here without using a VPN. Ooh. I'm sure I've heard people complain I about that in the past. Can't. That's why I went for Now TV. Otherwise, mm. I would have gone to HBO. Our uh, area served European Union. Yeah. Um, I think you can. I think you can log into it, but then it goes. Yeah, oh, you're in... set. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. take your email address and your yeah. password, but mm-hmm. fuck you. Then. Yeah. Um, it's pretty low. What do you, what do you think? Uh, let's say seventy million. Sixty-nine dudes. Eight. Eight. Eight million. Oh, I thought it was in order. No. no oh, fuck. Okay. It right. was, and then it bounced. Fucking <laughs> hell. Okay. okay. Uh, eight million. So, yeah. Jesus. I uh, don't know if I entirely trust that, but. That, no, yeah. that seems odd. But, but sure. Um, so they'll drop off things. when Game of Thrones was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> then you have the interesting medley, which is the Disney Corporation, Whoa. which at this point, in America at least, is mm. Hotstar, ESPN, Disney, and Hulu. Mm. Fucking hell. Um, any thoughts on that one? Is All it, of this them. is up again. Billions. Well, seven point. What's the population of the world? <laughs> Wherever that is. Uh, I should point out that Hotstar includes India. Ooh. So ramp it the fuck up. One hundred and seventy million. Two hundred and forty million. That's uh, quick maths here. Because it's it's tabulates them by service. Okay. So for example, Hulu's thirty million. Mm-hmm. Okay. Disney Plus currently is twenty eight, so mm-hmm. roughly thirty million. Yeah. Uh, ESPN's about three, uh, yeah, three million. Hotstar is three hundred million. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> users, so, <laughs> three hundred and sixty-three at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck so that's, me. That's one. Of, that's the key one. And that's that's yeah. that's purely the Indian numbers. Yeah. Uh, next one up, we have Amazon Prime or Prime Video. Mm. I think a lot of people have that tricky and don't know they one, have but, it. Yeah, the tricky one because if you have the Amazon, <sighs> yeah, subscription, yeah. I think that's about five hundred million. Oh. Fucking hell. Um, I will go 320. For subscribers, apparently 100 million. Okay. Oh, okay. And that brings us to the big daddy Netflix, which has the benefit of being one of the oldest ones on here, launching in 97. Half a billion subscribers. 500. Okay. Million. Tim. Tim. Higher or lower? Five hundred. I'm going to go lower. I, I I I know I went higher for Amazon, but I thought that. Um, yeah, I, I'm, that worried me a little bit. So let's go two hundred and fifty million. Okay, one hundred and sixty-seven million. Oh, okay. okay. And the thing is, 
what's strange is what we learn is that can't be right. India is huge <laughs> yeah. and it's very more populated. People sharing accounts and one account yeah. per household Good point. or families. Good or, point. So, so it's that kind of thing. But everyone mm. knows somebody who's using someone else's accounts mm. for that sort of shit. Mm. Um, and again, numbers accurate, projected. You can never really tell exactly what. So, so how much? How many people watched Bright? Who mm. the fuck knows? But the point is, they're the big names. Too many. Bright's shit. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So if we were to break down the big names, especially over here, you've got Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus has now launched over here. What that means, we'll mm-hmm. get to in a minute. Um, Crunchyroll is a big one, personally, I think, for me. Really? I would never have guessed. Yep. You and weeb. then we have Apple. Because Google, YouTube doesn't really count mm. in my eyes because YouTube has forgotten the content creators are the people, not the people that are like, oh, we got a Will Smith show. Mm. Nobody is watching it. <laughs> They're watching the stuff they've been watching for the last they, 10 yeah, years. Yeah, YouTube's in this weird... Let, let's not get into this conversation, but YouTube's in a weird, it's a weird anti-creator place. movement yeah. at the moment. Mm, but that's yeah. kind of the... the well, we'll get that impact discussion later. Mm, yes. But um, yeah, so that, the, the, over here at least, the key ones you would get in most households, I would think... Almost most people have Netflix. A lot of people have Amazon Prime. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some people have very niche ones, like something like Crunchyroll. Um, or like horror one like Shudder. Shudder as well, been yeah. a good example, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's probably kind of it. And then you could say, or you could argue like iPlayer or something like that, but mm. not really. It's not I really a streaming I service. Well, I, I would say like a lot of uh, modern TVs as well will now automatically have mine is a Netflix um, smart TVs have a built in Netflix button exactly. yeah, yeah they'll have a yeah. built in Netflix button mine has a built in Amazon Prime it yeah. also has a built in iPlayer button oh yeah. shit um, okay and, and one that's yeah or it can you can also get access to ITV player and stuff right. like sure, sure. Yeah, 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 of course um, so and the WWE network <laughs> and weird <laughs> obscure shit like that yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so I think I think like because I would say most people in the UK probably have an iPlayer account mm. um, and possibly have a Channel 4 one as well and an ITV and stuff. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a question of how much usage those see because they are more, um, they're more along the lines of something like Peacock yeah. where a lot of it is just, it's catching up on what's shown that week mm. rather than... On demand from a specific channel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they don't, they're not, they're not producing... Uh, exclusive content that is streaming only right. for, the, yeah, for those yeah, yeah. mostly. Yes. Um, well, let's let's make it let's make it personal then and mm. segue. This what, time, what it's, it's personal. personal. What do you have, you boy? Me. What do you have, boy? What's in your pants? Well, it's Christmas Day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Here's eight pence. <laughs> um, you pretty much nailed it for me, Matt. Uh, Netflix, Amazon Prime, and I have Crunchyroll as well. Yeah. Um, Weird enough, I then branch out. I have a few very specific stuff for wrestling companies. Sure. So I have the New Japan Pro Wrestling on demand thing, the New Japan World. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the British company Progress, the British company Riptide, so I can watch all my indie British wrestling yep. and my Japanese wrestling as well. I used to have a WWE account, but I want to boycott the WWE because fuck, fuck the em. WWE. Yep. It's like working with Saudi Arabia and it's all a bit oh, I know. Yeah. full of blood money. So I'm not okay with what that. Was it the jewel in the. Desert Crown Jewel. Mm. Crown Jewel. At the time of recording, this is uh, dating the episode. Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia has just happened. Oh, and fuck that show. Fuck what they stand for. Mm. Ugh. Mm. Mm. Not good. Not no, good. I get it. Gross corporate bullshit yep. that I don't support. So I'm supporting indie stuff 
like you said, I've got the main two, and then I'm branching out into my very specific tastes and, and stuff like that. And that's the key words for us over here. The, the main, main two. two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, Amazon is always the second. I, tr- I tried. I tried to get Hulu, and I was like, "Can I get that here?" And they were like, "Nah." Nope. I'm like, okay. Can I watch Handmaid's Tale? Nah. Sky. Okay. Yeah, it's nah. a shame because there's been a bunch of Hulu exclusive stuff that I would have liked to have checked Me too. out. Me yeah. too. And some of it has filtered down into other places, but often the case is I'm that sure when it's when it's announced is when it goes live in America. Yes. And you forget about it by the time it's like, oh yeah, it showed up on like, you it's, know, uh, some sci-fi channel. channel yeah, or whatever. exactly. It's very frustrating when you get a channel over here, you're like, oh, I can't wait. The Twilight Zone, for example. Mm, yeah. Um, when it was announced in America that Jordan Peele's in Twilight Zone, I thought, fuck, that's a really interesting thing. Mm, that sounds great. And I don't know, I think it's only just started a little while it's ago on British TV. It's just come up uh, it, and uh, yeah. And that's the thing. And by then you're like, I've already heard meh things and I might not mm. bother anymore. And you, the hype's gone and you don't want to really check it out for yourself, which is yeah. stupid. It's but. that immersive experience we've talked about before where you're like you want to be at the at the proverbial water cooler, aka Twitter yeah. these days, where you want to be like, holy shit, I just watched mm. episode one of so-and-so. Mm. What did other people think of episode one of this mm. show? And you can be in that conversation. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not like live tweeting as I watch no. like that. But mm. like as soon as I finish something, I will often like, uh, that was amazing. Did mm. everyone else think that was amazing? Or that yeah. was fucking terrible. Why did they hype that <laughs> yeah. up so much? Yeah. What does Twitter think about this? Mm. Or literally, I will message you guys. Like, mm. as soon as I saw Parasite, for example, I messaged Matt and was mm. like, Matt, that was fucking amazing. And we'd had a little, like, Facebook yeah. chat yeah. about it. We didn't want to spoil it for Tim. I wasn't leaving Tim out on purpose. Yes. <laughs> um, but that's the kind of thing, like, that's such a part of our culture and our social media mm. and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. that's how the, the water cooler around the office kind of discussion has transformed now Entirely. into social media stuff having that delayed response or or no release whatsoever yeah. just really hampers shows like i think i <clears throat> totally legally watched the first couple <laughs> episodes of handmaid's tale because emma really loves the book yes and we really got into it and then i couldn't be asked to get my laptop out plug my hdmi cable in plug the hdmi into the back of the thing yeah. and then chain the the audio through the thing and then into the back of the tv and then yeah. go into the sound bar and then uh, the laptop's in the other room. I got to get Did the bag. Did you feel like Jeff bollocks. Goldblum in Independence Day, where he's trying to hack it? In very much alien so. device. Very much so. Exactly. I think it is really interesting that because because we don't get figures for Netflix uh, yeah. or for any of these streaming yeah. platforms, um, it's really a lot of the sense of like what's big is about what's dominating the conversation. Mm. Um, mm. And they do and, have their algorithms and the, the trending algorithms mm. they do, but. Who knows, Who knows if they're if, real? Yeah. If you're like, hey, oh, look, this Netflix original is number <laughs> one. What a coincidence. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but I thought it was it, it was fascinating that Disney Plus seems to be more aiming for a week-by-week release, which is a better way of maintaining conversation and interest in a thing. I think that there's this... Obviously, we had this move to like dump it all at once, let people watch it when they want the to binge watch watching, it. binge watching, yeah. And now there's a slight move back because there's realizing that in order to maintain uh, pacing and in order to maintain like a sense of excitement around a show, mm. it's worth making it so that people have to watch it when they have to watch it and they talk yes. about it when they talk about it. And it's kind of a shame that Britain didn't because there were so many conversations about the Mandalorian on, on Twitter and stuff mm-hmm. like that. If you were plugged into those areas and no one in Britain could watch it. And so we, we all know you know what's going on what's going on but yeah. like 
unless you were willing to pirate it, and obviously mm. a lot of people did. Yeah. You know, How dare you, I, Tim? How dare you? <laughs> I, I may have watched the first couple of episodes, but equally, it's that thing of like, well, it's not as easy as watching something on Netflix where I can just sit, you know, set up my TV and watch it. Yeah. I've got to, you know, find a reliable place to find it, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And so now when it when I actually get Disney Plus, like am I going to watch it still because I've heard good things, but also the conversation is long dead yeah. Yeah. and there'll be other things that are going live at that time that I might want that I'll, that other people on the internet will be talking about. So. Yes. That was a huge thing. I remember when the first wave of Marvel stuff came out and you had Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, late one Punisher, mm-hmm. and it all started off with Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And I remember what a fucking conversation an amazing moment mm. for us comic book nerds oh yeah we get an amazing version of daredevil we can cleanse ben affleck and jennifer garner <laughs> from our brains <laughs> and our, our minds and just yeah. get into some charlie cox being amazing and yeah vincent d'onofrio being amazing mm. and oh it's just oh lovely it was fantastic stuff. well crafted and then like six days later like so what's next mm. wait what that's when episode two should be coming out not you you watched all eight episodes over um, a weekend yeah. and you're fucking done. I tried so hard to 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 pace myself on it and just inhaled it in two days. I did the same with The Witcher recently. Yes, and then yeah. you have to wait a year and a bit. Yeah, like, it, 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 it really uh, it's weird because it, as you said, Tim, it became such a trend at the time. Like Netflix really pioneered that binge watching mentality. And for the longest time, I know Daredevil's a few years old now, but like it really seemed like, oh God, this is the future of content. This mm. is just, uh, yeah. this is how young people consume their content now. So we're going to make mm. everybody binge watch everything. Yeah. And then, but if you do that, you end up with the end of a... the Truman Show. Yes. Where exactly. like everyone has that cathartic, huge, beautiful ending. And then it was like, <sighs> what, what else is on? Yeah. Mm. And we now have it kind of swinging back and not to bring it back to Breaking Bad and stuff, but. Better Call Saul is being released weekly on Netflix. Yeah. And it do, it has the little tag of like new episodes weekly at the bottom to kind of remind mm. you. Yep. Or like new episodes coming soon or new episodes available or whatever they do and mm. kind of give you that little reminder like you won't binge watch this one, watch it week to week. And I especially love that with stuff like Better Call Saul because there's also a companion podcast from the producers. Oh, and I'm yeah, a podcast yeah. nerd, listeners, because I always <laughs> do that shit. If I really get into a TV show, I go out of my way to find a good companion podcast because yeah. I'm that kind of guy. And there is literally one done by the producers, by the creators, Vince yes, Gilligan yes. and all those guys. They do the, the Better Call Saul Insider. And for every episode, they do an episode of the podcast and they talk about, oh, yeah, we got this actor in for this reason. It's all behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm. And that is such perfect weekly consumption like say for example comes out on a monday night i'll watch it on monday night tuesday morning on my way to work or while i'm getting ready i'll listen to the podcast mm. and it's like the good old days of me watching lost and fringe <laughs> and well yeah they did it with the talking kind of dead and with throne cast and other bits and pieces that mm. i think yeah. when they do too corporate it goes very shitty and very mm. forced yes but yeah they yeah. do some really good stuff I, like yeah that. the the chris hardwick hosted talking walking blah 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 blah. Yeah. fuck that stuff mm-hmm. but when it's like a genuine companion piece or, or something like that's, commentary track yeah exactly yeah not even necessarily by the creators but by some no, passionate mm-hmm. fans or some some knowledgeable insiders or whatever it is that's how i love to con- it's more consume content, my content. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and i felt like because i had that problem like if I, i'd left a few episodes of the previous season of better call saul and i was like fuck do i have I, if i binge watch three episodes do i then have to binge listen to three podcasts in a row and that's like nine hours of my day yeah, just disappearing yeah. like or do i have to pace myself I ended up pacing myself but really forcing myself to do it one per night or sure. one every few days or whatever it was mm. 
and that made the experience so much better for me. And I'm, I'm really, like you said, Matt, trying to be strict, even if they release it all at once, to try and pace myself a little bit and not be like, fuck it, I've got the day off. Let's watch the whole thing. Because mm-hmm. we're now in the kind of eight-episode season thing as well, because mm-hmm. the American platform is often 22 episodes in a season mm-hmm. and all this kind of crazy shit. And the British one is three episodes <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Like The Office or whatever it's like. Yeah. 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 Or Luther. I mean, like, Luther's one good. and a half episodes for this season. <laughs> yeah. But they're feature like, what do you mean, one and a half episode? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I've been struggled to find that balance myself, and I'm really kind of forcing myself to be that way. Mm. And it's weird that I'm like, I'm forcing myself to watch streaming services like I watched the TV when I was a kid. Mm. It's back to being TV again, mm. and it's weird. Mm. I think, um, obviously, Game of Thrones was a big, and, and in a lot of ways, sort of the last gasp of the old style of TV of everyone gathering sure. around and watching at the same time. But I, I do think like both that, even though it was a disappointment and uh, Watchmen, which happened recently, yes, did capture that kind of parceling it out slowly. And especially with Watchmen, which was so much a mystery series of like trying to work out what was happening, worked so much better than if someone, you know, and, and a lot of this is the kind of the internet, culture economy for for want of a better word where you know if something uh if something drops on netflix and all the episodes drop at the same time and you're trying to pace yourself going through it Mm. but if you're following the certain things on twitter that you know we do as as kind of people who are interested in these things Mm. you'll immediately get the think pieces starting coming out of like here's what the end of this man and you're and, and it's and it's so easy to get spoiled on stuff like that Whereas when it is actually deliberately parceled out by the mm. uh, by the creators, then you you don't have that opportunity to kind of spoil your your own interest yeah. in it. Marketing also fucks it. I mean, like the idea mm. of um, the final season of Game of Thrones. And it's mm. like I thought I thought Jon Snow was dead. I've been quite mm-hmm. far behind. Yeah. It's like yeah, because if you're not mm. in the moment in the zeitgeist of it all, you're gonna get fucked. Um, but I think I think Netflix has kind of started hitting into a problem now. Of, oh yeah. Um, you know, we talked about something like like Daredevil um, and and the Marvel series where when they first came out they were such a big deal, and the latter seasons of those kind of slipped out with, without people watching. Well, they without didn't people noticing, yeah. Yeah. because they didn't they, they didn't push them. And Netflix puts out so much content now um, that it is very. You know, there, there, there are there are times where the big new things comes out, and within less than a week, it's gone off of that kind of banner headline. It's irrelevant, then. and it's and it's irrelevant. And the next big thing has come along, and the the algorithm that kind of controls that stuff is one of these AI black boxes that yeah. we don't really know a lot about. But there mm. have there have been, you know, because because it's such a, a dominant thing, you know people have started putting research into things mm. and there are these very disturbing findings. Like if you don't seek out and watch like content starring people of color um, and, and yes. watch them, mm. rate them, stick them on your list, that kind of stuff, it will just assume that you're not interested in anything that's got a majority people of color, uh, person of color yeah. cast and stuff like that. And or it will start just... changing the thumbnails to there's a white person in this film. Yeah. And you're like, what? Um, it's a very weird dark thing and also it says like 
you've watched this recently, you'll really like this. And I was like, yeah. no, that I, I've seen both those films already. Yeah. I know there's no link here. Yeah. I don't know what you're pushing, but you're wrong. Yeah. And it's not like an actual hearty recommendation. Like a friend comes to you and says, oh, I watched this recently. Uh, let's say, say for our example's sake, um, oh, I watched the Grand Budapest Hotel. What can I watch next? Very difficult question. Cause mm. I mean, Wes Anderson's such a unique style. Mm. Do you go with something that's a very similar quirky nature? Mm. Um, something that's along a similar vein, but isn't, or do you just do more Wes Anderson? Mm. except you know netflix will say yeah sure watch this mm. what is it adam sandler the yeah. <laughs> um ridiculous that, six and you're like no motherfucker <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about but it's got two people who are in the cast of the other film yeah means we, it must be the same right we, we did a link because he did a film with some so and so once and it's like what are you no yeah. mm. it's american comedy inverted commas it's like that means nothing yeah that's a worrying kind of so mm. to bring it Back again to the initial thing, Tim. What do you have specifically in your in your uh, re uh, revenue of uh, so things? I have Netflix. Um, I got rid of my own Amazon Prime account ah. recently, but then Fight I the man, Tim. But then I discovered that uh, my pre my pre mentioned uh, um, smart TV actually weirdly gives me access to Prime Video ah. without. It, like it's not my prime video so it doesn't have my list and my recommendations or anything like that mm. but i can still get access to it so what i know um so uh, robots taken over man canceling netflix is really difficult yeah. yes it is yeah almost yeah. no one tries it but it's really difficult um so so i've got the i've got the benefits where i'm like i'm not giving jeff bezos any any of my money but I'm still watching all my shows that i could yeah yep. um, live in the dream tim live in the dream um what else I, is sucking on at the moment of recording, but mm. probably not by the time uh, this goes out, I have Now TV. Um, oh, interesting. But basically, I had it for Game of Thrones, and then Same. Watchmen. Uh, uh, then I had it for Watchmen, yeah. and uh, and then I was going to cancel it, and they were like, "We'll give you three months where you only have to pay two quid a month." They do like, that. Yeah. yeah. I was like. Yeah, fair enough. I'll take um, it. Yeah. And so, the WWE Network did the same thing to me as well. I was like, yeah. do you want three free months? Mm -hmm. And I was like... You know annoys me? They don't offer you that sure. when you're actually subscribed. It's when you oh, subscribe no, no, to leave. No, no, no. Yeah. Fuckers. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just, I'm just uh, letting that play out and then I then I will get rid of it because it's... It's, do you want three other months that are even cheaper, Tim? Yeah. yeah. It'll just keep uh, you going and eventually you're paying like pennies. You're like, eh. Yeah, now, t now TV lives in this weird... Um, gray space between the kind of the catch-up tv style systems of like iplayer and stuff where yeah. they'll be they'll be they'll have, your box sets yeah they'll have box sets so quote to speak, unquote yeah, yeah mm. uh, that are available where you'll have you'll have all the seasons of a, t of a tv show and then they'll have like oh this has just started showing again like the latest season of you know whatever has started up so we'll give you the old seasons as well mm. or you will only have like um like things will go up like um, last week tonight, which is one of the things that shows on there. Yep. Um, episodes are only on there for 28 days. Um, and yeah. so if you don't watch it within those 28 days, they right. vanish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not, and, and it's also got one of the worst interfaces that I've ever seen. Um, so <laughs> oh, no, Amazon Prime's pretty fucking awful. Yeah. Amazon Prime's improved a lot recently. That's true, that's fucking true. Fucking hell. When you had to subscribe to separate seasons of the same show, mm, fuck you, Amazon Prime. And then suddenly they sorted <laughs> their shit out like... Mm -hmm late last year yeah and then i do like the little uh, imdb pop-ups that amazon prime has yeah like, the helpful who's, who's in this the scene and i'm like oh yeah, yeah. it's that guy that's, that's quite cool um, amazon own a bunch of shit so it's like it's like living with me yeah <laughs> <laughs> i do that sometimes as well but not to the same extent mm -hmm. that, that you can i assume because 
you'll be like, oh, it's uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme who was in this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, hey, it's the guy. Oh, it's him from The Thing. No, I still definitely Emma, you've again. seen The Thing? And she's like, what? Like, you know, you you, we, we watched it together. It. <laughs> we watched The Thing. He's this, this him. He's the dad from The Thing. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Wait, Jean-Claude Van Damme's in The Thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Season he was almost six. the predator, so. <laughs> Season six. Jean Claude Van Damme. He is. The thing. Um, how about you, Matt? So. Everything. Kind of. Uh, well, let's go with the time of release. Well, well, yeah. Rather than the time of recording. Yeah. Oh, a time of release. Of this episode. I'll probably have Disney Plus by then, I'm, I guess. I'm going to be sharing a Disney Plus account with like four other people. <laughs> good good man. A, because there's a, an offer. Fuck the man, Tim. There's an offer Keep where... Keep fucking the man. It's like you can have four different profiles and if you buy it up front, you get a year for like 50 quid or something. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the one. The year, that's the one. Thing, yeah. Which is £3 a month. Mm. Fuck's sake, that's better than the Americans are getting. £4 a month, but sure. Human pounds. <laughs> Point is, I have Sky TV. Which gives me a lot Loads of, of stuff. That's mm-hmm. how we got to see the Oscars. The only way to watch the Oscars in this country. Um, and other bits and pieces. I have it and it costs me a fuck bundle. It's it does. very expensive. But Do you mind saying? Maybe you can I do don't air, actually but... know. I think it's like 70 quid. Fuck me. A month? A month. Fucking hell. Uh, but that's, I should point out. I remember it being that expensive. That's when also I was a my kid. internet and my phone. Mm. Okay, that's not as bad. I should point out the mm. landline phone. Nobody fucking uses that shit. <laughs> Someone called it when we recording, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, no, uh, that, that's the internet is the key thing. Mm. That's the thing. And, and Sky is also about it. But I, I have that for HP, uh, sorry, uh, Sky Atlantic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> HBO, not another name yeah. anyway. And also uh, NHK, because weebs. Um, <laughs> so we have that stuff. So you can watch Terrace House and stuff like that? No, that's Netflix. Is it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. We also have Netflix. And we have Amazon Prime. Yeah. And we have Crunchyroll. Yep. And I will talk a lot about Crunchyroll later. And okay, here's, and obviously I have Disney Plus now. I just, I fucking do. And I'll say why later. I almost had Apple TV. Wow. There was an offer where, but if you got a new Apple product, which you did, I did, to produce you get a year free of Apple TV. Plus, Apple TV Plus. Did they not just do that for you automatically? I thought they did that automatically. No, you had to like do some bullshit to first or something like that. Just fill out a form or whatever. But it's also £5 a month, so it's actually quite cheap for all the screens, mm. streaming services. But that's because there's nothing on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> there's that uh, Jennifer Aniston series that got the loads show. of... Uh, Mixed reviews. Uh, was it Golden Globe nominations it got? And everyone was like, who the fuck is watching this? <laughs> Golden Globe people yeah uh yeah, yeah. there's like maybe uh plebs six shows there's the weird two three kid shows Haley steinfeld emily dickinson, uh, emily dickinson show Ooh. there's one about jason the momoa missions there's there always has to be an alternate history where yeah. it always is isn't yeah there? uh and this one's about where the russians get to the moon first mm. i can't remember what it's called so that's my general bundle as it were um, now, here's a key point. That's also what Matt calls his genitals. <laughs> no, I call it... Uh, General Bundle reporting for duty, sir. El Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Here we go. At, for a film podcast, mm. other than Jack mentioning Annihilation in passing, we have been really focusing on television series. And this is kind of the point here, because all these services are about repeat revenue. The point is that ultimately they don't... 
really care about films as much because they want you to hook on like Stranger Things, a thing that's going to run and everyone's going to be talking about it and love it and the nostalgia pumping through you. It, it's similar to the binge watching thing. Like mm. You watch a film and it's done. You, yeah. you have two hours or 17 hours in the case of The Irishman. <laughs> however long the film is and then you're done. Whereas, as we said, if you can space out they need you to back the conversation and and the viewing and all that kind of stuff yeah. and it's literally more hours of content for you yeah. to be sat watching their service and consuming their media yeah and as you said earlier it's also the exclusives it's the if you want to watch man the high castle the hunters picard at least in britain you need amazon prime there's no other way yep. if you want to watch mandalorian you have to get disney plus if you want to watch strange things netflix and it's like oh well i'll just you know subscribe for like a month for a free trial it's like, no 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 you can maybe binge some stuff but there'll be more seasons later you can't keep having free trials you're gonna have to pay us sometime soon and that's kind of the thing and like disney plus is the great example with this one because they have obviously nearly a hundred years of fucking content <laughs> 90 years of content and they now own all of the other things exactly yeah and there's new stuff that is going to be if you want to be current with Star Wars or the Marvel Universe or any of that shit. It's a two huge touchstones mm. in pop culture. Exactly. Whether you, you like it or not, they are. Yeah, and people go like, oh, I don't really... Mm, I like. I, I watch a couple of Avengers. Every Tough, again. everybody else watches it. <laughs> yeah. It's the biggest film ever. But then you say, oh, there's a Loki series. Oh, I like Loki. <laughs> that people watch that's it. That's exactly what happened. I, I, I mean, Endgame was all right, but I didn't really care about the... Oh, Loki. A Loki oh. series. Oh. I like Tom Hiddleston. Oh, interesting. And... Like, one division in series is weird enough that it, people mm. go, oh, that's interesting. And it's like, oh, if you want to watch, it'll probably lead into Doctor Strange too. Oh, okay, well, I should have to watch this then. Just like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right, guys? Well, this is the thing. That stuff linked in with a one-way sort of system where it's like the films would only integrate into the show, not the way mm. around. And we also we'll thought to ourselves, is this ever going to go the other way? No, because it's CBS. Was it CBS or was it? ABC. Yeah. ABC, ABC is right. owned by Disney. And that's mm -hmm. kind of the point. Because there's no, and the same that everyone's saying, oh, I can't wait until they bring Charlie Cox into the endgame. No, <laughs> it's that there's no way another company will say, like, I don't think Charlie Cox is going to become, well, maybe he will in some form, but the idea of like, oh, all the Netflix Marvel stuff is now relevant and, you know, Disney's desperate to bring it over. No, they're not. They didn't do it with the fucking Spider Man either. Mm. Even if maybe they do it with a Sony deal, who the fuck knows? The point is, no company is going to say, okay, if you'd like to see the origin of this story, go to our competitor. Yeah. It's solely going to be come to us only. Mm. All the Star Wars, that's why I'd say, for example, people saying on Netflix, I've watched things here, but yeah. So this brings us to the question of exclusivity and more importantly, the question of films. So let's just very quickly round table. We could probably name in a heartbeat, bash out tons of TV series that we love on streaming services. Sure, yeah, yeah. On Crunchyroll, because, and this is the thing I want to just get across very quickly, the fact I can simulcast with Japan is insane. Is fucking crazy. <laughs> An hour later, I have it all there. Whereas I used to, in the early 2000s and late 90s, I'd have videos and say, I don't know what this is, but it's anime, therefore I have to absorb it because it's all I've got. It's like, Bubblegum Crisis, don't know what it is. Give me that. Amon Saga, it's a film. Fuck it, I'll watch it. And then you try a couple of... Yeah, read or die series. Accidentally get a hentai, it all goes incredibly well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's kind of the point. You just go with whatever you could get. And with DVDs, it was like, ah, Naruto, brilliant. Here's the first 20 episodes. That'll be £40, please. Yeah. Like, Jesus, it was more 25 back in the day, but still, it's expensive as hell. And you had to commit to it because you're like, 
I have no idea if this is good or not, but I want to stay relevant to it. You pay tons and tons and tons yep. of DVDs and videos. Whereas now I can just go, oh, I've just streamed. I mean, Country Rolls is what, six bucks? Whatever it is. It's cheap as hell. It is. It's Relatively uh, cheap. for me at time of recording, 40 pound a year. Yeah. So yeah, like two or three quid a month. Yeah. Whereas it's going up to about 60 pounds a year. So it's been back to five pounds. But yeah. it's still very cheap for what you're getting, but it is very niche. And it is very much like Funimation is the alternative one with the dub stuff. But yeah, so I, I love that concept. It's to me, as someone who had to pay out so much money through the nose and find things, mad, and also so much later as well, mm. it was maddening. Whereas I'm like, brilliant. I can watch, you know, Attack on Titan an hour after Japan's at it. That's madness to me. It's madness. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about films. So, roundtable. What would you say are good films you've seen on any streaming platform? And I bet you most of them are fucking Netflix. And I'll come back to that in a minute. Yeah, I presume we're talking exclusive. Uh, my apologies, yeah. Released in because, the UK as an exclusive yeah. kind of we, thing. We should also highlight that Netflix, Amazon Prime, all these things effectively pay for the licensing rights. As the Sky, the licensing rights for a limited period of time. It's why mm. things disappear off lists all the time. Mm. It's basically, they even have a we'll be leaving our service soon yes, yeah. option. Exactly. And make like, sure you watch yeah. this before we lose the license for it. And there are so many sites saying, coming to Netflix soon. It's like, wasn't this already on Netflix? Yeah. And yeah. say, like, oh, we paid a fortune for friends. And now we've lost it. Mm -hmm. Because they've got their algorithm saying, is anyone watching the fucking thing in the first yeah. place? And they have to pay to rent it every time. Mm. Um, and it's basically blockbuster, mm. effectively. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Things will be there, things might not be there. So if you don't watch it there and then, it's mm. going to be fucking gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, unless it has a little red logo in the corner that says a Netflix original. Mm -hmm. The little N that seals mm -hmm. the deal. Dun -dun. Um, but again, let's just have a little bit of a, mm. a little bit of a, a listicle, as it were. What do we? Uh, what stands out for us? So I, I kind of, I've, I've cheated a bit. I've looked at the list of Netflix originals. No, that's stuff. fine. You can do that. That's, that's, yeah. uh, just that's to, 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 to remind myself exactly um, what what constitutes as well. Because yeah, some American releases We've got some bullshit. Is what yeah, some mm -hmm. American releases in the cinema were not, and they were Netflix exclusive over here. But mm -hmm. do carry on. Um, so going back, a lot of it is quite fluffy stuff. Oh. Um, it's like rom-coms and teen comedies. A uh, lot of that, it is that, like animated sequels and bullshit, like <laughs> spin-offs of How to Train Your Dragon and Bollocks mm -hmm. that is like mm -hmm. 30 minutes long. I'm like, mm. I guess that counts. Sure. Like, sure um, but that in, in terms of what I've enjoyed at least, or, yep. or even have viewed, um, so ones, ones that stick out for me are um, Set It Up, which was a pretty good rom-com. Oh, I, yeah. I hadn't um, seen it, but I heard about it. Uh, Dude, which was a kind of uh teen comedy a uh, little bit in the kind of book smart vein but i do love um, book smart but uh sort of more drama and cruder humor mm -hmm. um which had been um it's one of these ones that had been like filmed in 2015 and then it sat around waiting oh, for a yeah, distributor yeah, yeah. for about 3 years um uh i enjoyed triple frontier Oh. The Ben Affleck Oscar is that Isaac, Coke or is that uh, no? It's um, Gavin Hood. No, it's the guy who J C Chandor. Uh, that's right. Did Margin Call? Yes, yeah. and All Is Lost, and um, that other good film with most Oscar Isaac. Yet. Yes, most violent. Yeah, that's the one I was trying to think of. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that. It's mm -hmm. a very bad film <laughs> yeah it's a lot um, of action and really good direction yeah action. um but i thought it it, it it was pretty interesting yeah um uh a slightly weird one i enjoyed um barry which was the kind oh. of drama almost kind of romance uh, rom-com no 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 that's this a TV is a, that's a tv series barry. sorry of course this is a... is a sort of like 
drama, slight romance that is, uh, and you it's it's it almost kind of plays it like a twist, except yeah. it's also the selling point of the thing, <laughs> which is that the character that you're following is uh, the um, college-aged Barack Obama. Oh, ah, okay. yes, of course. Um, and it's kind of just following him as he kind of works out what he wants to do yeah, with his life, yeah, yeah. Um, which was really notable mainly for it had a really, really banging soundtrack yeah, uh, and yeah. a good performance by the central actor. Sure. Um, but yeah, kind of a lot of the things like, and, and there's a lot of stuff that I've missed that is big stuff that they've had. It's, well, not missed because it's still there, but I just haven't got around to watching yet that, I, that it's kind of on my list, obviously. Um the uh i tried to watch six underground oh fuck me the bay film the bay film and my god it was awful mm. i managed about 20 minutes Trash. and uh it was completely it's like that idea of like oh maybe it's the studios that have been holding michael bay back it's like no, no. michael michael bay is and 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 as i'm someone who's a pain and gain defender oh um, dear uh because i think it's it's it, wacky fun. It's, it's interesting and it gets... I say fun. It gets to the heart of his, oh, actually, Michael Bay fucking hates everyone uh, <laughs> stuff. He does. You're not wrong. He, he, yeah. is a, he is a, a misanthropist of the highest order. Um, yeah. He could be a Watchman character. Yeah. <laughs> if he was a bit more, you know... Down to earth. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and I tried watching Six Underground and it was terrible. Mm. Um... So those those are the ones that leap out to me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I I have not got to watching Roma yet. No, that's fine. Uh, that's and good. stuff like that. But that's so. the point. It's it's that's the key thing as well, which we'll go back to as thing. There are things we should watch that we're like, <sighs> and there's this is a thing I repeatedly find whenever I'm going to watch stuff on streaming platforms is like a lot of the time, I don't. There's so many films that I know are worthy good films. And I'm like, I want to be able to focus on this. And generally, if I'm going to watch something on Netflix, I kind of want to be able to sit there Veg out. and yeah. play on my phone at the same time or yeah. eat my dinner at the same yeah. time and not have to right. pay full attention. Yeah. And so I don't want to watch Roma because if I wanted to watch Roma, I'd want to go to the cinema and see it. Thank and you. I'd want to pay attention to it and have that immersive experience. I have a cat that has a habit of getting up on the unit and standing in front of the TV and shouting at you if you're watching anything or playing anything. So Emma will start playing um, Outer Worlds, which she's recently started playing. Oh, yeah, my wife and, all, and all the conversation boxes are at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Or say, for example, I don't know, a film with subtitles that mm. might be integral to us fundamentally understanding the dialogue of said movie. Yes. We got a fucking cat standing there. <laughs> and then she'll lie down just at the dialogue level. Ah. <laughs> so you still can't play or watch anything. So I totally agree with you, Tim, that mm. if you want that immersive experience, ideally you really do need to go to the cinema sure. and experience those mm. kind of things. Thankfully, I was able to... I don't know, I think I think Toothless was asleep when I watched Uncut Gems, maybe, yeah. but I somehow managed to watch Uncut Gems uninterrupted by either Emma or the cat. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you have to any form was of... just entranced by Adam Sandler's maybe, face. Maybe. If you, if you have any form of life, let's face it, for a lot of people, where you have any form of dependent, whether it's an animal or a mm. child, mm. 
you don't get the opportunity to sit down and watch a two and a half yeah. or a fucking three and a half hour film mm. um, like The Irishman and things and just go, well, I've heard it's really good. And for, for, for a lot of those people, they also can't get to the cinema. And so oh, absolutely. Yep, yeah, there yeah. are the benefits of like, oh, we'll watch half an hour of it and stop it and then yeah. you know go back to it. But nobody's making films thinking, I want someone to watch half an hour of this. The Oliver Stone mindset is, I want the film to be so enthralling that you don't want to go to the toilet. Yeah. You yeah. want to leave it. You're crossing your legs mm. waiting for yeah. what happens. Yeah. I, and I hate doing this, mm. had to watch The Irishman in two parts because mm. it was so fucking long. I had to take a pee break. I had to do something. Sure. And I've sat through, you know, Lord of the Rings marathons and stuff like that. Mm. I've done this shit before, but I'm getting old, listeners. <laughs> um, I'm, and I have a cat now and it's all just like, like you said, people, if you have a dependent, if you have a life outside of being able to sit down and dedicate stuff, yeah. I've got sequelizers episodes to edit or whatever, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I've got work shit, whatever it is. It's it's kind of like not being able to sit down. I can get away with two hours for Uncut Gems or whatever it is or, yeah. you know, but 3.45 or whatever the fuck the Irishman is in the end of it. Just yeah. like, that is a hell of a chunk. That's my entire evening It's gone. a commitment. Yeah. That's like, mm. I have my meal and then I go to bed once I finish it and that's done. Yeah. There's no talking to my partner. <laughs> there's no playing with the cat. There's no like, oh, I can play a video game for a bit or read a book or read some comics or whatever. Like, nope, mm-hmm. time for bed because it's midnight and you're fucking exhausted. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. And I hate watching films in two chunks or two parts or whatever unless sure. they're intended to be that way. Yeah, there's a very clear... Again, Godfather was released in two parts partly because of the nature of it being... Um, a neat stopping point, mm. should we say. Mm. So all the videos were on two parts. The DVD was on it. It's only the Blu-ray can afford to do it on one disc. Mm. Films with intermissions. You'd have mm. that thing where you'd stop and go for a break. So mm. it's not an unusual... Mm. Like, uh, again, um, Lawrence of Arabia kind of stuff. Mm. So, They're so know. fucking long, you have to have it. A lot of Bollywood in them. Bollywood is always playing. Yes, <laughs> great, perfect example. Always have the lights come up again. You're like, Whoa, what's happening here? <laughs> um, it's, just, it's, it's just a smart call. But sometimes Netflix doesn't exactly offer that. But they're, they're designed for it. So yeah, what's what's your what's your list, Jack? Uh, I'd literally not heard of like ninety percent of what Tim spoke about, so that I think that says it all <laughs> that we both have Netflix and we have very similar services and all this kind of stuff. Yes, I've literally not even seen adverts for half the shit you talked about. No, uh, Marriage Story and Uncut Gems are two recent ones. That yep. are obviously, I mentioned Annihilation earlier, which was one of my favorite films mm. of the last few years. Intellectual sci-fi, everybody, Alex mm-hmm. Garland, my yeah, boy. no, 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 yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, and even things like, which I fucking hated, Bright and stuff like that. Just like right. the, the more mainstreamy kind of stuff that they really tried to push. And that was at the top of my list for so long yeah. against my wishes. That was the <laughs> newest releases going around everything. I was like, oh, but it's the water cooler that. thing. People are going to talk about it as yeah. film fans. So. Yeah, exactly. And it was Christmas. It was. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate that film. Um, it, it's that kind of stuff that I really kind of notice mm. um i don't typically go out of my way to watch the netflix original stuff mm. but i will watch some of the tv shows and, and kind of google like oh uh, i wonder if russian dolls any good and got amazing reviews and i was like <laughs> yeah, oh cool yeah, okay yeah, yeah. i know i like natasha leone so i'm gonna go and check that out or mm, whatever mm. but with the films there is i think you described it as fluffed him but i feel that there's so much like to, to coin an Ashen's phrase, tat. Yeah. These, these fucking recycled Christmas movie Vanessa Hudgens vehicle <laughs> bollocks. Mm. There's the Christmas princess and it's Christmas princess's bride shite. and Christmas princess's dog's best friend, part <laughs> six. Fuck off with that bullshit. 
mm. that gets all the families together. Oh, it's harmless. Oh, Nan will watch this. Mm. And you watch another fucking Vanessa Hudgens boring performance about her being posh. Or is she posh? Oh, no. What was one with the night? A Christmas, uh, a Christmas the, night. Or the night before Christmas? No, it wasn't that clever. No, it, was, it was Christmas night <laughs> Christmas or something night. like that. Jesus. That kind of shit where it's hallmark budget fucking... Yeah. I tried watching that because they said the night was from Norwich and it and it was so yes, hilarious. Like, they, they then like showed like, oh, here's Norwich in the 13th century. It's like, no, that's just a castle in the middle of nowhere. That's not what a <laughs> town looks like. Um, America. Uh, and again, that was one where I like watched it for 20 minutes. And I was it like, was the night before Christmas. I take it back. Ah. Um, Slightly more credit than I yeah. gave it. But also, <laughs> um, fuck that movie. Yeah, I tried watching it and I tried watching it I think it was just after Christmas, and I was I was just like, "Yeah, this is so bad." That just the script is so yeah. terrible. They're so, I think Hallmark is the perfect phrase, mm. Matt. It's so low budget, mm. churned out for the masses bollocks that it's safe crap. Enough people will watch that safe bollocks that they will make the money back or whatever they mm. they chuck a few million quid into it and who cares kind of thing mm. which is depressing because imagine what so many Creators young creative interesting filmmakers could do with a few million quid mm. make a few less than vanessa hudgens i'm using her as an example because she's in all of these fucking <laughs> films i watched the princess switch or something like that yeah prince and the yeah. pauper basically with yeah the, it's new, prince and the pauper yeah. but not and she is the the main character essentially in the night before christmas yeah and in a bunch of these other fucking rubbish ones there's a bunch of sequels there's like christmas baby and christmas baby 2 and sure. the sequel to Chris- christmas princess baby baby's <laughs> baby's first royal christmas and baby geniuses yeah yeah exactly all this bullshit that's the stuff that really sticks out in my mind i think of like the amazing stuff and then the absolute tat yeah and nothing in between yep. and loads of stuff just doesn't get i either notice bad or good and nothing in between and it just doesn't get caught in my filter for some mm. reason unless like one of you guys recommends it to me or whatever yeah exactly it's someone saying have you seen this oh it's on netflix yeah and you're like oh no no it's a netflix original oh so we'll actually be there when i look for it the other one i do want to quickly give a shout out before we go to to matt's selections sure, sure. It, it's not really a film uh but john mulaney and the sack bunch lunch that kind of is a film actually that, 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 that counts in a way it's, it's, it's a, a feature length what's the word special like? special yes yeah that is meant to be I watch a lot joyous. of comedy specials, and that's mm. true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Netflix knows that. Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking well aware of that shit. Yeah. The specials they've been doing. Yeah. Um, but no, you're right. The sight lunch thing is meant to be genuinely, really just beautifully heartfelt. And, it's and it's so good. Yeah. I haven't seen it myself. I love John Mulaney. I need to watch that. It's, yeah. it's, it's weird. Like, it's genuinely times when you're watching it and you're like, what? what is this even meant to be? Yeah. Um, but if you like John Mulaney, you you will appreciate it. And it also has one of Jake Gyllenhaal's best performances oh, in years. I've seen memes and gifs. Uh, Matt, yeah. we've 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 spoken about our selections. What what kind of things have tickled your fancy? Um, my fancy tickler is um, oh. expansive. So here's the thing: as I mentioned earlier, Netflix UK exclusives or international exclusives, mm. things that might got a, U- a, a, a US cinematic release but not over here. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. those ones are things like Annihilation, which Jack mm-hmm. went out, which fuck me, great film. Mm-hmm. There's a Korean film called Steel Rain that I really like. It's it's a kind of Jack Ryan style political thriller where the idea is there's a North Korean um, guy who's sent on this mission and he's double crossed, and there's these other North Koreans guys started a coup and they hijack this uh, American 
military vehicle in South Korea launched this almost ball-bearing missile thing, which almost kills Kim Jong-un, and they smuggle him to South Korea, and it's like this really crazy sort of political thriller stuff, but it's very good, very well-directed. It's just the thing, in South Korea, it's just a film, mm. but for distribution around the world, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's a Netflix original. It's like, well, no, it's not. You're just distributing it, don't They do try and take a bit much credit, don't they? They most yeah. definitely yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. There's also the animated Godzilla trilogy. Um, oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. I mean, it, it petered out at the end, unfortunately. Very but, much so. Yeah, but I really I remember how hyped towards at the end of the first episode film. Film, the film, yeah, yeah. film. The first film was like, fuck yes. Mm. <laughs> like, okay. When mm. I was actually when we were both technically in Japan at separate times. Yes, yeah. They were advertising as it was in the cinema at the time. The first one, the planet, yeah. Um, uh, planet monster, planet monster, planet monster. Sure, planet, planet of the monsters. Fucking hell, I can't remember. Point is. That was an interesting trilogy. Uh, Mudbound, I love a lot. Mm. It's a great film. Um, again, didn't get a release over here. It was Netflix. Yeah. Uh, which meant that nobody saw it. Um, but it, uh, we were talking about Garrett Hedlund in mm. um, our Tron episode and saying, like, oh, he's great. He's a fourth, fifth field character. He is that in this one. He's a third, <laughs> fourth field character as an alcoholic guy comes back from the war and his racist ass family. And it's just, yes, just fucking good. So there's that. Exclusively for Netflix, by Netflix, uh, Marriage Story, mm-hmm. amazing film. Okja, love Okja, mm-hmm. great yeah. film. Bong Joon Ho again. Bong Joon Ho, yeah. always be my maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. really enjoy that as well. Yeah, Beasts of No Nations, one of the first ones they put out. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, the Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If not the first one, I think Charles it was. Th- I think was it might be the first. first film that they. The first film wow, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that's that. when they started panicking mm. because they realized yeah. all the rights were losing every now and again. They're like, mm. we have to make our own stuff. Um, the Two Popes. It's a fucking good film. I, for, I always forget that's Netflix. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, Roma, because mm-hmm. yeah. again, another one of those is like, is it, isn't it? And Gerald's Game, which I didn't realize was a Netflix original. Mm. Gerald's Game is a Stephen King adaptation with uh, Carla Gugino. Um, I didn't know they made a film of it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's really good. Hmm. It's the guy who directed Doctor Sleep. And this oh, is what nice. kind of got in the job for Doctor Sleep. Yeah. But yeah, so they're the ones that stand out to me as really, really, really good. Um, and... I don't think I can name any Amazon Prime ones, <laughs> if I'm honest, because Amazon, Amazon Again, Studios I can, works... I can name some TV shows, but uh, yeah, no Amazon films Studios at all. works differently. I know they got uh, "You Were Never Really Here," mm. the Joaquin Phoenix film, because uh, mm. Amazon Studios produced it, and I think they would like they co-produce things most of the time, they co-distribute. The, yeah, they right, do a lot right, of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they're not like the sole mm. distributor, mm. not the sole creator of the film. Uh, whereas Netflix is hemorrhaging stuff because of these, like you know. You know, Warner Brothers want to make their own network and their own streaming service. So what you end up with is them saying, we need to make stuff fast to fill this gap. I don't give a fuck what it is. Make it. Mm. And that's why you say you have the, the, the best stuff and the worst stuff. Oh, I should point out the Irishman is on there, but I don't rate it. It's, it's fine. Irishman's fine. I agree. Didn't blow me away. It, yeah. Anyway, but the point is, there are a lot of positives to this. There are ways that people would not have been able to see these movies in cinemas because they live in a rural area. Mm. Um, a friend of mine went to university in Cornwall and th- the local cinemas just didn't show half things and they're all doing like media studies courses. Like mm. everyone's talking about these fucking films and we mm. can't fucking see them. Um, and it, it's very frustrating. Whereas Netflix offers you a way. So as much as it's like, and also on another side of things, which is the, the thing we kind of forget every now and again, because, you know, semi-ableist mindset, mm. Some people can't leave the house. Some people That's aren't able true. to. Yeah, yeah, so for yeah. example, if you have a disability of sorts or even like a mental instability with regards mm. like say like um, agoraphobia or something like, yeah, yeah. this gives you the opportunity to see films 
that would have been in cinematic in release the comfort before. of your own home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are there are there are reasons I can understand why there's there's so much in the way of again niche cinema from around the world, worldwide cinema. Mm. So um, both TV and, and cinema, obviously, with uh, tons of Indian films, tons of uh, Eastern European films, a lot of African stuff, uh, Asian stuff. Admittedly, it's a very and again, this is the problem with Netflix again. You're like, oh, I wonder if they got this. No. Mm-hmm. They're the sequel. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. They got bits of things. What's that? Oh, I know I know that was on there the other week. I'll go watch it now. Mm, gone now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember trying to watch John Wick 1 because John Wick 2 had just mm, come on yeah. Netflix. And I was like, awesome. I've been meaning to watch the first one for a while. And this is a perfect opportunity. Netflix has just two. Okay. So weird. What do I do with this, Netflix? <laughs> oh, you want to watch John Wick 1? You can't. Yeah. Can, it's not may, on Amazon. May I recommend John Wick 2? <laughs> no. <laughs> may I recommend Always Be My Maybe? Uh, may I recommend sure, John Wick no. 3 that isn't out on here but <laughs> might be in the future? No. What? what? Why would you, you do that? you type in something and they're like, we know you're looking for this film. We yeah. don't Auto complete that. Yeah. You're yeah. like, did you mean other things? Yeah. No, you auto, you you know what I'm searching for. Amazon Prime does Fuck a bit you, of a robots. bastard with this, where it will say like, oh, would you like to watch this? And if you don't see the tiny, tiny slither in the corner, it says Prime. Included in Prime. And then it says, do you want to rent this? And I was like, no, mm-hmm. I rent this for three fucking pounds. I just paid a subscription service, you Season dumb Season one bastard. is only 19 99 mm-hmm. I'm like, 20 fuck you that's yeah. dvd price <laughs> exactly I'd rather, I, and this is the thing in in the the room we record in sequelizers hq correct i have a fuck ton of blu-rays really i have a lot of physical media <laughs> i've never noticed and i'm I one take of my the glasses people off just <laughs> you just phase out <laughs> i i have a lot of respect well not respect i have a lot of investment as it were in the physical media because i know if i want to watch something i fucking have it mm. whereas like I mean, the best example is every October I'll do a little Halloween film festival thing where oh, I yeah, watch of course. Yeah, yeah. one or try to watch one horror film a, a, a day in October. Because mm. you're a psychopath. True. And sometimes a double billet, have friends over and do all the different things. Mm. So if someone says, oh, we should Thanks watch um, Tony Todd's Candyman. Oh, we should watch Hellraiser 3, specifically 3. Yeah, fuck yeah. And everyone's going, oh, great. Um, oh, it's not on Prime. Okay, well, maybe yeah. it's on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix either. Uh, Sky Cinema? Oh, shit, no. It's like, well, I've got it. You're gonna rent it for three pound <laughs> forty nine, but you can only watch it within the next yeah. twenty four hours, and and it's and it's you, uh, standard definition. Uh, <laughs> gross, gross. Oh, you've got the Netflix pricey as well. If you yeah. pay for the, yeah, yeah. you got to make sure you got the HD option. Yeah, and if in the moment you think, oh, we should watch this, we could have it delivered tomorrow on if we actually buy the DVD, mm. and you're like, nah. And and this is kind of the point. Streaming media has a lot of limitations, um, but in the same way that television always had these limitations because. I remember when I was a kid, the big event when The Godfather was showing all three parts on the TV because Ooh. three has just been shown. Mm. It's never been done before. Yeah, and you're like, it, like one night they show one, and then they know they show two, and they're like, so build oh, up three. Cool. Um, and I remember that on TV thinking, this looks amazing. I don't know what it is, and it's not appropriate for me at all, apparently. But um, yeah, and they did the same thing with the with the Mad Max films and stuff. And the idea is that's how you just happen to see things on a TV. Lot, that explains mm. a lot. It does actually. Um, so again, people talk about like the TV, like the Radio Times in this country, yeah. the TV or guide, taping things off the TV, and all yeah. that. you mentioned TiVo boxes earlier, Tim. Mm. But like even before that, people would literally yeah. put a cassette in the cassette yeah. VHS player, and you'd be at the mercy of what they were showing and when they were showing it. Mm. Whereas uh, now you've got the slight mercy of press pause during yeah. the ads and then fast forward that <laughs> bit. And, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I mean, this is the thing we we're complaining a lot about stuff like. 
it's there's a reason they're calling this the golden age of TV. Like it's mm. better than it ever has been in terms of like accessibility of stuff and mm. the variety of yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think that it's worth. We're we're now at the point where we talked about the you know, Disney Plus is coming, Peacock is coming, all sure. these things. We are now seeing a point where everything's going to start fracturing again and mm. it is going to because they've realized that oh like subscription service is a really good way to make sure like people keep giving you money and and if they if uh you know you get money every month and uh, if they ever threaten to leave you give them a discounted little bit for a while and they yeah. go oh and most people go oh okay well i'll stick it out and then they'll forget that the price goes up and you know yeah. you'll give them the first month for free and that gets them hooked and all those couple of, of quid every month we're, yeah. we're increasing your bill bill from 6.99 to 7.99 you go eh, fuck it that's fine yeah my shows are on there um but my stories my stories um as it then starts to fracture again, mm. you know, and it used, you know, for a while it was like, well, Netflix is the only game in town. So, you know, if a thing wants streaming distribution, then it's going to go to Netflix. Yep. But now that's not the case. And there is the worry that essentially we're going to be as poor off as we were 10 years ago, mm. paying fees to all these various different things. And you're going to, you're not going to have that sense of, here's everything that I want to watch gathered in one place. It's going to be the things that I want to watch are spread across a dozen streaming services and watching everything that I want to keep up with is going to be as complicated as it used to be in the past, except now I'm paying for it. The, the cycle is always there. And this is the thing. It used to be, here's all the individual stuff. Mm. And you're like, oh, I wish this was just all in one fucking service. Mm. Bang, here's cable or mm. sky, whatever you want to call mm. it. And you're like, great. There's a lot of stuff on here I'm paying for I don't actually give a shit about. Mm. Don't worry, here's Netflix. You're going to get what you want. Mm. Oh, perfect. Mm. And then I can choose if I want Sky or Netflix or Disney. Mm. And I kind of want all of them. And then you're like, oh, if only I could have just some of these things. Mm. It's like, well, you can. No, I want them all in one place. <laughs> but I don't want to have to watch all the shit that's on Netflix because I only want a few shows and mm. a few films, maybe, maybe. And you're like, yeah. And then one day you will have the whole, like with with Sky at the minute, Sky includes Netflix. And you're like, mm. what? So, yeah. oh yeah, Netflix is included in the whole thing. You know, mm. or you, you can, you know, package it all up or mm. you have a smart TV or you, because you've got an Amazon Prime account that deals with your, you know, your delivery service, mm. you happen to get a TV service you don't even know you had in the first place. Mm. There is a problem though. And talking about, you know, we talk about how the impact on cinema, yes, it brings the things down. There's only really tentpole exclusives in cinemas that are big, huge things. And then you got other companies, smaller companies like A24 coming through and saying, mm. oh, by the way, we have the best films ever. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. where the fuck did you come from? Yeah. Because there's a way for them to come through. Mm. Uh, by the way, I mean that. A24, fucking boys. Yeah. Um, anything they punch out, I'm like, yeah, I'm there. It's like, oh, we don't know when to talk about it is yet. I don't care. I trust <laughs> you as a brand, mm. which is such a strange thing to say about a studio. Mm. Anyway. Them and uh, Annapurna. Yes. See, yeah, there's a few of them that you like. You see the logo and think, yes. Mm. Um, like uh, Focus used to do the same sort of thing. Mm. With it. Yeah. So you have this situation where the cinema's taken a bit of a hit. They've taken the prices down. Mm-hmm. That's always going to be the way. But some things I still think, like with The Lighthouse, I'm, I'm really disappointed I couldn't see Roma in the cinema. I'm so disappointed I didn't get to see Annihilation in the cinema. Mm. Um, yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. yeah. It's such a visual, exactly. visually driven film and mm. so interesting looking. Yeah, it, we're kind of robbed in a way because I like the option. But then equally, I know full well that not every cinema would have shown it anyway. And blah, yeah, blah. that's true. So there's that. Thing number two, um, the impact on the filmmakers. 
you've got Scorsese in like a round table interview with like there's a half an hour thing saying talking about the Irishman with the main characters mm. and Pacino says we ever worried about uh, you know uh, the, the runtime the length and I've made the jokes about it at the Oscars mm. and things. And it's like, he's like, no, it doesn't matter anymore. There's yeah. no, there's, and this is the thing I, 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 I real fucking bugbear for me as a filmmaker. Yeah. Um, film festivals are wankers sometimes mm. because they will say, oh, your film needs to be of a certain runtime. Otherwise it won't get into our programming scheduling. It's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. The film is as long as the film needs to be, whether it's fucking four hours long or 25. I mean, the, the cursed times for a short film is anything above 10 minutes. Mm. And, but then technically from a, a classification point of view, anything under 45 minutes mm. is a short film. I mean, the one on Amazon, eh, I think it's on Amazon with um, uh, Donald Glover, mm. um, which is uh, like half, no, 30, 30 or 45 minutes, mm. 40 minutes long. And it's like, you very rarely see those unless you have the money and the power behind it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the point is that, it doesn't matter anymore that, that you don't have to have a, like the idea of the Mandalorian is only half an hour long and people mm. think it's half an hour episode. It's like, yeah, it can be wherever it wants to be. Mm. Or the opening episode of hunters on Amazon prime is an hour and a half long mm. because it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Um, game of Thrones, when they were at the end of the episode, they were just doing whatever the fuck they wanted because then people would watch it no matter what. So if you want to make a film that you feel that has to be long or short, whatever it needs to be, make it. And I mm. respect that fully because you're not worrying about programming. You're not worrying about, well, we should cut it down to two hours because, we can get more screens in that time. Mm. It's like, doesn't people aren't watching like that anymore. Yeah. At least not with the streaming stuff. And the same with festivals. It's like, well, you really need to get it down to 10 minutes. It's like, well, I'm, no, I don't want to. Mm. Whatever. Mm. Um, so that's the, how it's impacted on the filmmakers. And also then talks about the nature of some filmmakers being screwed over, like talking about like Garland and Annihilation, mm. saying we want to dumb it down or ruin it. It's like, mm. no, 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 no. We'll, we'll just sell it off to Netflix. It's mm. like, well, that's always a bit of a derogatory term. Like, we'll just do this. Mm. But equally, for filmmakers, like foreign filmmakers, and in fact, it foreign, you know, overseas. Mm. International, please. International, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, you will have the idea that you get more exposure to stuff. Mm. Things you, I, again, I know I'm banging on about a film I keep talking about, uh, Bahubali. <laughs> um, it's a film that, if I had to say that now, I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix. Mm. Pretty sure. Um, <laughs> Whereas there's a film you would never... I mean, even if you try and buy the DVD now or the mm. Blu-ray, it's really fucking hard to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. So unless you had a niche version of it or somewhere to see it, you wouldn't be able to see it at all. And that's an, that's actually an interesting thing because I, like, I, there's a website that keeps you up to date on everything that goes on Netflix every yeah, day. Yeah. And it's interesting. This is specifically for Netflix in the UK because obviously they're, yeah, they're different, different, else, yeah. different everywhere else. Um, there's an awful lot of non-english english language stuff that goes on there that obviously people unless they unless, unless it knows that you're not an english language yeah. uh, as you have other languages that you're speaking it won't ever recommend to you but that's servicing households where you know they do their, their main language is different and they they would have no access to the television that they might have been watching you know mm, yeah. whether you know if they're if they're recent immigrants from you know Korea, there's a bunch yeah, of Korean true. stuff on there. Yep. They, you know, there's a bunch of Indian stuff. There's a bunch of African stuff on there yeah. that most consumers will never see, and yet it's servicing this market that they know is there. Yeah. Um, or the 300 million subscribers from India. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it is. There is that benefit of you know that markets that were once seen as quite niche, and because of the money involved, mm. you would never get anything that serviced them. Now there's there's that kind of scope to just say like, oh yeah, we might as well 
do that as well. It's a low cost for them. Yeah. But if I say I've been watching a TV series called Midnight Diner, and I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, no, no, no. It's a Netflix thing, or at least it mm. isn't. It's a Japanese thing, but Netflix are currently mm. streaming it. So you can you can definitely get a hold of it. Mm. It's like, oh, it's about, but this guy who runs a diner, obviously, at mid, in the middle of the night. It's like, oh, okay. But it's like these little interwoven stories, like little Tokyo stories, and they're really fucking cool. It's really well shot. It's really interesting and heartfelt. Oh, okay. Like I'll Samurai Gourmet, but not. Samurai Gourmet is fucking I love brilliant. Samurai <laughs> love that shit. Um, that's kind of like that on Netflix as well. Yeah, exactly. And you wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity to watch it on something like terrestrial TV. It's not absolutely. Something yeah, yeah, yeah. But this comes back to the user, and this is where we get to the big problem. People, after a while, notice two factors. One, this shit starts to add up in the cost mm-hmm. factor, the wallet factor. And if I say, oh my God, my massive fucking sky bullshit. Yeah, 70 okay. straight away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you include that, obviously being internet, but still, Joy, yeah, I need yeah, the yeah. internet to watch the fucking streaming services. Yeah. Um, then you've got Amazon Prime, which is what, seven, eight quid. Yeah. Then you've got Netflix, which is 11 quid at this point. Jesus. Then you've got Crunchyroll, which is about three or four quid. Yeah. And then you've got Disney Plus, which is currently about five, six pounds. You're near enough 100 quid. I mean, you're getting there. Yeah. And 80, now here's, 90. Yeah. Mm. And here's the other bit of piece of that. I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. I'm already making fucking movies i'm doing sequelizer stuff i'm doing day job stuff i'm doing writing and reviewing films i'm watching films in the cinema and all kinds of stuff and at some point in all that crap i have about a hundred pounds a month of stuff to be absorbing otherwise i'm gonna go you feel you cancel this you feel like you're wasting the money correct and it's the thing of you can't if 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 stuff is exclusive to platforms you know and we're going back to like um jack talking about this earlier like with with video games um it used to be, you know, if you wanted to give a film a try, you could go down to your local blockbuster, rent it, and you know that the video that you get is going to work in your video player. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that's the that is the sum of the you've bought a video player or it's part of the TV, and the, the cost of the thing is a blockbuster membership, which you, I don't think you have paid maybe like two free. quid to start, or it was yeah, free. Yeah. And you pay the cost of the rent in the film. You watch it. Maybe it's shit. And you go, ah, well, well. To be fair, though, you had to commit to watching it or not because you thought to yourself, I brought it all the way fucking home. You've yes. got 24 hours to watch it. Yeah. Shit, let's do this. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now, if I, you know, if I didn't have Netflix and I wanted to watch Marriage Story in this country, then I'd be like, oh, I guess I have to buy it. <laughs> buy it. Either buy, like, I have to buy, like, there's there's very few places to rent anymore. Mm. I don't know if it's even getting a DVD release because it's gone straight to Netflix. So I have a real frustration with that. I have Annihilation mm. over there, and it came out a while after being on Netflix. Yeah. And every time I see a film I like on Netflix, I'm like, great, can I buy this? I'm mm. like, no, because we want you to have our service. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I really like Marriage Story, and I want to own it. We don't. We don't want you to own it. We want you to subscribe. We own you, mm. Matthew, not yeah. the other way around. Like, I want a copy that I can watch whenever the fuck I want. Mm. And I don't want to download but a that's copy. That's the convenience that of streaming, fucking... Matthew. Mm-hmm. You can watch it on any device at any mm. time. This was the... Don't you know? You could watch Annihilation or The Irishman on your phone on a train. Oh, Wouldn't that be no, an amazing no, no, experience? No, 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 no. It, it actually, it reminds me of, and it's a fucking terrible thing, mm. and I'll probably get some angry tweets about Is this. Is it bright again? Ooh. No, no. Uh, Penny Arcade, uh, big pile of oh, trash the, that the, it is the, 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 the web yeah. cartoon yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and this would be like 10 15 years ago they did yeah. a they did a strip where it was like um oh like the new microsoft zoom has come out mm. uh and there's now this service where uh you have access to all of this microsoft uh, music uh, mm. that you can get 
And it's like, oh, so I can listen to every album in the world? It's like, yeah. Um, and it costs, and it only costs you seven ninety nine. It's like, well, what if I don't want to pay for it anymore? It's like, then the music goes away. So really, you're telling me it costs an infinite amount of money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's seven ninety nine <laughs> yeah. forever. forever. This is um, the problem I have with and, like, yeah. and, that, and that was a laughable thing back then. And then now you come flash forward to now, and it's like, yeah, of course I pay for Spotify because you don't but, own but, any of your but content. But as soon as I stop paying for Spotify, it all goes away. Yeah, <laughs> it is interesting because, I mean, there's the thing about like the idea: you download a film, you own that film. It's like, except you don't own that film at all. <laughs> You're like, oh, so can you delete it off my hard drive? Technically, stop you watching the access to it. Yeah, uh, well, unless you have a physical thing in your hand, like again, a, a DVD or a Blu-ray mm. that someone can't take from you. Mm. There's no, there's no link to the internet. And it sounds like such an uh, off-the-grid fucking John Connor fucking thing. Unplug <laughs> your Ethernet cables, kids. Yeah, <laughs> cover your microphones up. Yeah. But it, no, it's it's like I know full well that if I look to my left and just pick out a film at random, bam, Tiger, South Korean film. Next to it, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. If I want to watch those two films. They're there. Mm. Problem solved. I get you guys around. We'll watch them together. Mm. If I look for them now on Netflix, who the fuck knows? Mm -hmm. But if I download it on like iTunes, well, iTunes is now, mm. you know, Apple mm. movies, there's no guarantee they can say, we've lost the rights to this, I'm afraid. You don't have it anymore. So, but mm. I pay for it. Yeah, about that. Because the I, things you own, you don't necessarily own. You own a license mm. to view it or some bullshit. There yeah. was some yeah. weird controversy yeah. about that a few years e ago. Every time I buy comics on Comixology, there's that little it's warning that thing. comes yeah. up that goes like, you're not actually buying these comics, you're buying the ability to view them while we have the rights to them. Yeah, and it's like again, my comics over there, I'm reading the fuck I want. Yeah. And it sounds like an old man thing, like, physical media, kids, that's what's out the future. And I wouldn't recommend it for other people. It's good mm. for me personally. It, yeah, it's it's... But... Hmm. It's about how how you want to, what you do and what you absorb. Yeah, mm. I, I, and there's there's you know I still buy I will still kind of around Christmas time usually stick some DVDs like if people ask me what I oh, want for list, Christmas yeah, I'll have yeah. a list of like okay this came out this year and I know that I'll yeah. want not only will I want to watch it again but. A, I don't know when I want to watch it again. I just know that I, I have a vague inkling that at some point in the future <clears> I want to want watch it, yeah. it, and I don't. When that feeling comes, I don't want to have to rely on, oh, it's disappeared off Netflix. I have a perfect example of that. And I'm very much not a repeat viewer of films. I don't mm. tend to go back for like, oh, yeah, I've watched Lord of the Rings a hundred times or mm. whatever and I'd do an Alec and watch fucking Terminator 2 on repeat for an entire weekend. <laughs> but um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was the mm. perfect example of that. Oh, I was yeah. like, this is an absolute film that is made for me. Mm. I was hosting a fucking Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen <laughs> podcast a few months before that came out. And it was like, this is everything I need in a film. This is this is make me happy on days when I'm sad, all that mm. kind of stuff. I need this in my life. And that was the last Blu-ray I bought. It was like, I need that to mm. be accessible whenever I want it because that is such a rewatchable, yeah. fantastic little slice of happiness for me that I just need and, that at any given moment. Yeah. And just... with a character like Spider-Man, you're like, who the fuck is going to be owning this in, you know, five years down the line? Like, maybe, yeah. you know, I, who is knows? It's going to be Sony, on Crackle? Is it going to be on Hulu? Yeah. Is it going to yeah. be on Disney yeah. Plus? Who fucking knows? Mine, 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 mine. I'm, I'm, I keep little Spider-Verse close yeah. to my chest. Is there going yeah. to be some clause in a, you know, Sony deal that sort of says... Ulysses like, you know, clause? Uh, mm. 
that says, you know, oh yes, okay, well, yeah, Disney has the rights to it, but only they can only show it on Disney Plus in the US, and in the UK it's available on Hulu, which doesn't isn't available in the UK, <laughs> but the, but the rights to it are available to Hulu UK, which isn't a legal entity or it is a legal entity, but only in a not paper. accessible. It's, thing, like it's yeah. registered in, in the Cayman metaphysical Islands. Metaphysical fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah, exactly. See, to me. Many years ago, I used to work as a bookseller. Mm. And I know there's the whole like, oh, you could get like a Kindle or, or an Audible mm. book. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kindle's the same thing, by the way. You don't own your Kindle books. No. And to me, it's like, I want a book. Uh, oh, why is that? Do you want to reread it? I may never read it again, but there are two things. And it sounds like a really stupid thing to say. I don't have an inheritance for any kids I might have in the future. Yeah. I have a library. Yeah. And that library is important to me. Mm. So upstairs in one of the rooms in this house, we have like literally a fuck ton of books yeah and like a fuck ton of comics and a fuck ton of blu-rays because to me it's like the idea if i want to sit down with my kids in the future say okay i'm gonna give you a book to read now you ungrateful little fuckhole um <laughs> and it's gonna be gonna like, make a great dad man i'm probably not um and it's like <laughs> it's gonna change your life and it's but i can do that i can read it whenever the fuck i want mm. if i want um and the thing with the film is like again the disney vault crushed me when i was a kid mm. because the idea of like we're releasing the lady and the tramp on d on sorry on vhs mm. and get it before it's gone it's like, what the fuck and there's a thing what does that, that mean you cheeky bastard yeah, the, the vault was a dumb idea and it failed horribly mm. um but the disney plus thing will succeed for them no end but that's, mm. that's a separate thing but the idea that i was like wait so if i don't buy this now i can't have it so for example mm. and you had no concept of mm. oh there'll be this this medium will go out of fashion yeah. and they'll be mm. I'll get it on DVD in ten years' time, that's fine. When you're a kid, like, oh, this is the end times. Like mm -hmm. yeah. I will never see this film ever again. Well, with it Aladdin ceases to exist. Aladdin came out on VHS and then it, I don't think it came out on DVD for a very long time. It's like, when is this coming out? I can't mm. watch it because I don't have a VHS player anymore. Mm. It's like, oh don't worry, but DVD's coming at some point. When? Yeah. <laughs> well, you just really stir the anniversary edition of uh, of Snow White. It's like Cool. That is, if you're going in order, I've got a lot of trouble. And this is another problem that we haven't really touched on, and we, we, we could spend a whole episode going on this, so I'll just touch on it very briefly. For the next 45 minutes. For the next <laughs> 45 minutes. Um, we've mostly talked about Netflix and Amazon original content and Disney yes. Plus content and stuff like that. Um, in terms of back catalogue, Netflix is getting awful. Into like, If mm. you want older films, Netflix is bad like Correct. there are only there are only like if you want something that's older than like 1988 <laughs> like you oh, i'd go much than that even yeah. though if you if you try i mean there are some really big ones but mm. if you go for like so, and this is the thing that fucks me off mm. obviously i love a lot of old mm. cinema and we talk about like even like the revenge of the creature and that kind sure, of stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you want to try and recommend anything that's from the part. I mean, yeah, some big stuff like the breakfast club for example yeah. that might appear then that's the mm. big 80s stuff but if you want to say it was a good film in 2003. Mm. I was like, oh yeah. It was like Minority Reports mm. on that. Mm. Good luck fucking finding it. Yeah. Mm. And then you go 90s, mm. 80s, 70s. Woe betide if you want to watch anything from the fucking 70s, 60s, 50s yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Just does not exist. I would, I would be shocked if there is anything, and, and someone will come up with an example that oh, yeah, proves yeah. me wrong, but if there was anything that was like shot in black and white, like the prior to color film yeah like 60s, on netflix 50s, 40s, yeah. yeah um because that's not what it's interested in and it's and for the majority of people 
that's not what they want to watch. No. But they want to watch Vanessa Hudgens and Infinite well, Christmas movies. Turner, Turner Classic Movies and the WB mm. will probably try and scoop that up if they can. But yeah. As, as, you know, well, the Blu-rays channel that we mentioned earlier. You know, we talk about physical media. Blu-rays are only going to get more expensive, unfortunately, now because now they are a niche thing. This like, is true. This yeah. is true. They're going to. The bottom would have fallen out of the physical media. Yeah. But because of people like me, mm. where it's like, how can I watch Godzilla on Blu-ray in this country? Mm. Oh, there's only one version. So what's mm. that? It's the Criterion collection of all the original <laughs> show era stuff. Oh, cool. How much is that? A hundred and fifty pounds. Mm. Like, oh fuck me. Mm. And I'm looking at it there. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. It is a fucking amazing thing, but it's not what mm. I expected. But, but yeah. yeah, there's there's going to be a bunch of stuff that's just going to kind of vanish. Yes. And it's going to suddenly get really expensive to buy it because they'll it'll have been a limited edition blu-ray mm. that came out or, or or just a blu-ray that's not made anymore mm. and now there's a finite number of copies in the world yeah and See, no- I'm gonna be, I'm, i feel like i'm an archivist mm. i feel like i'm preserving it shit. often feels like that yeah. yeah yeah the way you said you were passing it down to your mm. kids that's mm. very much a kind of yeah 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 preserving it so for that's, the future that's generation your, that's the dark vision of the future well yeah so what is the future what do we th- what do we think do we th- what's our general okay let's go black like- mirror dystopia <laughs> <laughs> technology bad Let's start with you, Jack. Hello. What do you think the future for streaming looks like for you? Do you think you're going to have more things? Do you have less things? Do you think you'll cut back? Do you think you'll try and go back to an old cable-style thing? I, Like I said, I cut back when I feel I need to. Like I, I had had enough of WWE and their corporate bullshit. Yeah, and a shifting. There wasn't something I wanted to support. But in general, I'm pretty beholden to many yeah. streaming services, as we all are now. And even talking about in terms of gaming and stuff and i know i keep using that as an analogy because mm. that's such a, a touchstone in, mm. in kind of pop mm. culture and media for me like we're now getting streaming game services true, and shit like true. that and that is a big worry for a lot of the for whatever phrase the brick and mortar gaming stores like mm. game here in the uk or CS, you know, cs exactly stuff, yeah. yeah all the all the all the like actual shops where you go and buy your blu-rays for your ps4 or 5 mm. or whatever then you have like playstation now and all this kind of xbox pass xbox pass which mm-hmm. has some streaming options there as well and the apple one that's come out apple recently one, is meant to have some good stadia mm. yeah it's google stadia which is a fucking mm. train wreck but, <laughs> but yeah that seems to be the way where that industry is going and it's kind of mm. catching up behind the film industry mm. and whether gaming will influence the film industry kind of in a reverse sense yeah, i have no idea nice. but I think we're heading that way for basically everything. Mm. Tim mentioned comics, how we consume them on Comixology now. I buy 95% of my comics on Comixology these days. I hate myself for doing it, but it's just so convenient. Unless it's, like I said, unless it's something like Spider-Verse equivalent where I really want to own it and I know I want to reread it and I Mm. really specifically want to support those creators or whatever it is. Mm. I want to go out of my way to say, hey, you're doing a great job. Let me support you. Let me buy single issues or whatever it is or trade paperbacks then i will I'll tend to stream it and i'm i think unfortunately i'm part of the problem <laughs> and we're all heading in that direction just because it is so convenient and it is so difficult to avoid that now like even my dad and my mum can barely buy stuff on amazon they can barely switch on a laptop and send emails and stuff yeah. my dad misspells stuff in whatsapp all the time but he's like, what's your Netflix login, mm-hmm. Jack? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. There's the thing. He's like, yeah. oh, brilliant. Have you seen this thing? It's like, yeah, it came out three years ago. Dan. It's, it's, it's great. <laughs> um, so even my, the fact that my parents are now, and like I said, they started off with lots of Sky stuff. And yes. That was kind of like my dad's 
big purchase when I was like in my sort of early teens. He was like, right, we're go- we're gonna get some Sky TV in, and it was yeah. really exciting and felt like a big. I didn't get into my teens. The as well, wave yeah. of the future and all this kind of stuff, and then yeah, suddenly my dad is watching Netflix and talking <laughs> about how good Star Trek Discovery is because he's been a Trekkie for sure. forty years, sure. <laughs> and it's this weird kind of thing of like, God, if my mum and dad are getting into streaming, then. <laughs> You know it's on the way out. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, I know it's... I mean, it's accessible to a different market. I yeah. know it's saturated the market. Like, it, yes. that is absolutely every fucking person you've ever met probably has a Netflix account or an sure, Amazon sure. account or whatever. People's parents, people's grandparents, people's technophobes are like, oh, but I still want to watch Stranger Things or Breaking Bad or whatever it is. Yeah, I think we're heading that way and there's not much we can do about it. What the next stage is, who fucking knows? Oh, no, Beaming no, 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 it directly into our eyeballs and brains <laughs> yeah. or whatever through micro trips in our bottoms of our skulls. Ghost in the shell. I'm going very Ghost in the Shell, yeah. Black Mirror style. But yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. It's, it's until it becomes fact, it's science fiction at this point. So yeah, <laughs> it's Tim? dystopia until it's real. Yeah, Tim. I interestingly, I find myself growing increasingly um, cynical. Uh, just dissatisfied Dead with inside? Netflix. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I I think if I put in the effort, I I could probably now churn through my queue a lot faster than I ever could before and, and a lot faster than new stuff is being added that interests mm, me. Mm, Especially right. yeah, yeah. because this is the thing. They know that in having to pay license fees, they want to produce more original content. But that means that a lot of the films that I'm perhaps interested in seeing aren't going on there. Yeah. And so it becomes increasing like they're, you know, they're going to Amazon, but you know, you've got to buy, buy them also, you know, and, and there's actually a reduced amount that's available. There's probably greater volume than ever before yeah. that's available for streaming. But whether that's stuff I'm interested in, I don't know. And so I find myself often asking the question like, "Is am am I getting my money's worth out of it?" And mm. and it's a yes. thing we discussed before, yes. like the amount of money that it costs every month, month in, month out. Mm. Like, you do start to have to ask yourself those questions, like, "Am I getting? Am I paying for nothing? Am I paying for nothing? Like, um, or am I just watching the same old stuff over and over again? In which mm. case, like, I could just buy DVDs, yes, you know, and yes. and then I'd have it, and I'd it's a know, one-off payment, and then... a, yeah. Combine that with six months of Netflix, ta-da, you paid, you paid yeah. for itself kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't know what the future looks like. Um, I'm sure that Disney Plus, and as that we'll starts to... the world. Yeah, as that starts to roll out more and more things, that's going to prove to take over to, the world. Uh, a, a real kind of dominant player. Mm, um, yeah. because I think it's going to be a game changer for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think... The one of the, you know, we talked about how stupid the Disney Vault is, but the thing that it has to its advantage is that it's coming up and it's saying, like, yeah, we're going to make every film Disney's ever put out available. Yeah. Like you going, said, Matt, there's an unmatched 100 years worth of content. It's yeah, that's like, the TV stuff, like Hannah Montana and shit like that mm. that's never been available to, mm. or, or um, mm. like, was it Little Genius or some shit and Sister yeah. Sister? All that stuff is like, mm. oh, fuck, yeah, I remember that. And it's all, that will all be available. And you're mm. like, Oh God, that's that's a lot of. And content. it's gonna have it's gonna have for families. It's gonna be unparalleled in terms of like, yeah. Oh, okay, we'll get that, and whatever the kids want to watch, we know it'll be on there. Basically, we should also point out it's a really good point. They own Fox. Mm. Oh God, yeah, they own everything. <laughs> so this is a big, it's it's a big obvious network yeah. to have. Like and and you know 
Disney owns a lot of stuff. They own National Geographic. So if you, want, if you want your uh, um, documentaries, like yeah. there's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I think it, it's going to be interesting to see Disney Plus and the impact they have. Mm. I think we're going to see an increased fracturing of streaming services available, yeah. which means that stuff is going to get spread thinner and thinner in terms of like who has what. Yes. What that will end up with, because there's obviously a limit to how much people can pay a month. I don't know. And and, and we're going to start to see, we're then probably going to see consolidation, which probably means Disney's going to end up buying a lot of them. Yeah. Because no, it has the fuck. money to throw around. Because they already own Hulu, right? They do. In a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Hulu was like a joint venture that yeah. they did with, a, I think, someone else. The, it's NBC and, I want to say CBS. Yeah. And, and Disney. And obviously, but, that, now, well, they, the, but now they've they bought it out. 60% control. So, yeah. Right, so yes, yeah. Matt, any ideas? I'm going to end on a hopeful note. Okay. Oh, that's not what I was expecting. Yeah. Nihilist. Uh, <laughs> basically, obviously, the world is fucked. <laughs> we'll all end up underwater anyway, and it'll be fine. Waiting for hopefulness. We'll be dead. <laughs> no, no. Um, no, the hopefulness is in the is year because... 3000 where we live underwater. No, 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 no. no. Oh, it's not okay. busted or whatever the fuck that yeah. is. Busted dystopian future. <laughs> no, it's actually the grand scheme. Mm. <laughs> Matt's grand scheme. Matt's grand scheme of storytelling. Part one. <laughs> the first saga. <laughs> no, storytelling has gone from oral tradition to writing shit down in book form to then basically a visual medium of theatre, then finally to a TV sort of presentable. We can pre uh, preserve this mm -hmm. for all time. And for the last hundred odd years, we've been doing that through initially the medium of cinema, which became in the 50s a medium of television. There are some big shifts and the people that get affected don't tend to be us. Mm. We harvest all of mm. it. Mm. Every now and again, we can grumble about paying too much, but if we're not in the industry making it, it doesn't affect us too much. So, silent films, huge. Mm -hmm. Talking films, huge. Color films, huge. TV, fucks the cinema industry. TV becomes huge. TV becomes old and tragic and tired where people acts go to die. Mm. Cinema becomes big again because you get this niche market of the studios don't have the impact they used to have. And oh my god, it kills the studio. But you get the independents coming through. So you get like the Coppolas and the mm -hmm. Lucas, and, and then cinema becomes huge again with the blockbusters. Mm -hmm. And some of the summer blockbusters are thing with Jaws and, and, and Star Wars and blah, blah, blah. Then you get the 80s and 90s, a bit of a combination of both of them. Mm -hmm. Then you get the era of TV being pointless and shit. High prestige TV every now and like Band of Brothers, but not too much of it. Cinema is everything. Yeah. Then the cinema crashes because it's all too very expensive. Then you get the streaming stuff going, the golden age of TV coming through with, you know, really prestige, interesting. Like, oh my God, but if you've arrived in television, then you must be shit. Except no, the best actors are now mm. on television. Cinema's come down in price. Cinema is being shown on television through streaming media. It's all the same shit. We're still watching films. Whether we watch it on a phone, don't do that. Or whether you're watching it on a screen. You can watch the Princess Switch on the phone. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, arguably. Don't, but you can. There are other things you'll be watching. But the point is you can absorb so much, but it's still you sitting down, facing a screen and engaging with it. Whether you're half engaged or not, whatever it is, mm. it's still you absorbing that story in a room with other people, in your own house, in whatever it is. And that, and you know, like the home media thing with the videos and that's like killing also the cinema industry as mm. well. And, 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 and weirdly enough, porn... Porn market is where everything seems to go. And I think this was something that they... They revolutionized technology pretty mm. regularly, yeah. don't they? It's yeah, it's where Tropic Thunder was talking about it, saying about the idea of 
um, they were trying to see which would win Blu-ray or the HD DVDs yeah. to see where, see, see where the porn market's yeah. going. Yeah, because yeah. that's um, what decided Betamax versus VHS. Exactly. Yeah. And they also pioneered uh, paying for stuff on the internet. Yeah, and that's kind of the, th- the streaming market. You want a subscription kind of service? Mm-hmm. Come to porn. Mm-hmm. That's you want the, a premium thing? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, a, it's a weird, you know, people yeah. go with the smut. Mm. <laughs> but Follow this, the smut, people. Yeah. So in other, I was like, what I think the future is, I think there's two clear answers. So your hopeful answer is porn. Porn. Excellent. My, my hopeful answer is that it all. won't affect us. Okay. Because as you say, yeah, there'll be yeah. a couple of services you're like, you know what, I, I don't have Amazon Prime, so I'm missing out on a few things. I didn't see Black Sales, and I, I, obviously I did. Uh, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm missing out on Hunters, and, or I'm missing out on Picard. It's like, oh, is it worth watching? Uh, yeah, it's all right. And mm. that's all you'll ever get. I think, eh. it, I think it was. I can't... It was a couple it was of years a ago. ago now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Was, yeah. I watched it over a weekend. I think it was pretty good. I, I mean, Altered Carbon is coming back mm. at time of recording now. I rather enjoyed that. I'll watch yeah, the other one. Yeah. But if I didn't have Netflix... Eh, yeah, exactly. Shit. Yeah. Um, but from a film point of view, kind of doesn't matter a little bit. You get exposure to more stuff. Mm. It's a good way of presenting... I know a lot of filmmaker friends of mine who've got their films on Amazon Prime and mm. Amazon can view it that way. That's great for someone who wants to... Like, how do I distribute my stuff? So in a way, you're getting more shit. Tons more shit. It's great. Mm. There's never if been you, more shit. Yeah. If you don't want to pay for it, don't. Yeah. You, yeah. No one is forcing you to pay. Mm. You can hermit up and pay for none of this fucking stuff. And people say, oh, I can't even seen it. It's like, yeah, but you won't be talking about it in a week's time. It's mm. like, oh, I'm gonna have the Witcher mm. was amazing. And then you give it a while, a couple of toss me a coin to your Witcher, sort of, uh, you know, <laughs> a couple of memes and things. Mm. Uh, and then we'll move on to the next thing. Yeah. Oh, Strange Things 4 is coming out next year. Oh, amazing. Mm. The thing to stay relevant with is Disney. And even then, you might not have to. We'll see how it works. Because they all own the world. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. So my thing is like, yeah, take the things you like. Don't worry about the things you don't. Don't worry about competing with everyone else. That, that's where it gets bad. The keeping up appearance thing. Where like, well, did you know that little Timmy in his household has every single fucking streaming service? <laughs> not that little Timmy. Oh. Um, um, what about, oh, little little Joshua has this. And it's like, oh, whatever. It's like, who gives a <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Are you watching any of it? No, but I have them all. Mm. Well, then nobody gives a fuck. Collector's edition Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 all bullshit. So once you pull that thing away and realize that the industry won't actually be affected really in terms of what I think you need to worry mm. about, just enjoy what you have yeah. and you enjoy everyone competing for your attention. Except Uh-oh. Apple TV Plus is stupid, <laughs> <laughs> and that will be a big flop. I, I don't. I can't say with absolute certainty, but I'm pretty convinced they have nothing in terms of content old-wise. They're not paying for distribution for old stuff. They're going straight in on the ground with their own content, and it's probably non-existent. Fine. Yeah, it takes a long time to make this stuff. This is and and I don't want to again string us out much longer. But uh, Apple's interesting because they were they insisted that everything be super family friendly. Um, Dumb, which limits what they can show. Um, uh, especially when you're producing original content. Yes. Um, and there has recently been a controversy because there was a planned, uh, the film uh, Love, Simon oh, was going to yes. have a TV spinoff that was going to go yeah. on Disney+. Plus. But and, gay. And then they mm-hmm. uh, then cancelled it because they said that it wasn't suitable to their family-friendly planning. Yeah. Um, and so this is, the, this is a, a slight warning of like, in a way, it would be good if the services fracture because it means that as at least out of Disney's control because mm. um, you there's uh, one thing Netflix has been very good at is saying representation 
he's saying like we'll give everyone like a show yeah. pretty much if you're trying to appeal if to tra- everybody and capture everybody you need to actually appeal to everybody yeah and they they tend to be quite it seems like they're quite hands-off in terms of like what they think of the what they how they treat the content they yeah. just kind of go like yeah you you seem like you've got a good idea and we've got this go infinite it, bag yeah. of money um go <laughs> for it really you know and they and they you know they'll take their chance on you know people like the duffer brothers who hadn't really made anything yeah, uh, to make yeah. stranger things and so we just have to hope that they are giving opportunities equally and to diverse voices yeah. um but they at least seem to be quite hands off in terms of editorial whereas disney clearly mm. isn't and so every time disney holds her hands up and said yes we mm. did it mm. a homosexual character yes. like, i'm sorry where yeah. <laughs> that one in the back elsa no that one <laughs> right there in the back one makes a sort of illusion the unnamed like, character yeah. over there we did it guys read the novelization <laughs> you'll get it yeah. but yeah that's so that's that's an that's me coming in after Matt's note of hope. Discovery like, and future. It's like you being totalitarian um, streaming services. Linda Hamilton at the end of the Terminator looking yeah. at a big storm in the in, in her little jeep and going, oh. yeah. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> so on that note, yeah. dystopian hellscape ruled by homophobic Disney. Mm. That's the future we've got to look forward to. What do you guys think about streaming services? What are your favourites? What are your highlights? All that good stuff. Yeah. You can tweet at us at Sequelizers, facebook.com slash Sequelizers, Instagram, we are Sequelizers there as well. If you have a longer message, you can't fit on social media, it's Sequelizers at gmail.com. Matt, if, you, if they want to disagree with you directly or yeah. indirectly, how may they do that on the social media? You medias? can find me on the social media, Stogs, S-T-O-G-H-Z. I would be genuinely curious to hear what other people in other countries have. Because we mean, have an international audience, so yeah. I'm intrigued to see. So, what, yeah, I mean, like in Ireland, RTE is the the general go to the BBC and stuff like that. And it's a bit of an asshole to try and get over here sometimes. Mm, mm. But again, that's I see most of the European Union countries have the same sort of access, same sort of stuff. But it would be interesting to see: Do you feel a represented? What do you have that we don't? What's mm, you know? Like, oh, you, I don't really have all this on Netflix because mm. we have to pay for ten different fucking services. Mm. So yeah, that'd be interesting. I, when I when I travelled a bit more around Europe, um, it was always fascinating. Um, Because I'd always have my laptop with me, and I'd like open it up and be like, "What's on the Netflix in Germany?" (laughs) And be like, "Oh man, they've got Elementary here. That's on Sky back where we're from." Yeah, exactly. Um, What about you, Tim? If you want to talk about Elementary on Netflix (laughs) with you, uh, first I say no spoilers because I'm only up to the end of I think season four. Oh, okay. Five. How many seasons are there? It's like six or seven. Okay, okay. It's finished now. It's good. It's it's all right. It's better than fucking Benedict Cumberbatch. Correct. Yeah, Yeah. Um, trivia lad, trivia underscore lad on Twitter, um, and some other places, but Twitter's the, the main one. The Discord, indeed, where you can find us all chatting about We've got our, our various social things. media names on there as well. Yeah, so you can come yeah. and find us. Um, yeah, come chat and Let's see the horrors. Give me, give me, give me recommendations for stuff I'm missing out on mm, on Netflix. Definitely. Jack, how about you? JLW Chambers is the place to go, ladies and gentlemen. Whether that's Discord, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, that Chinese one I always forget the name of that's probably owned by Disney mm-hmm. by now. And Quibi. I know, I know it's Quibi. Quibi! Or is uh, it Quibi? Who knows? Oh, Quibi, Quibi, actually, talking about them, Uh-oh. they recently did a trailer for their original streaming stuff. There we go. And it's what? all, uh, I believe, uh, vertically... Um, Shot. done yeah. vertically shot so it's suitable for f- watching on phones it's designed welcome Matthew. i 
You're welcome, Matthew. I'm very uncomfortable with You're that. You're welcome, And they've Matthew. got people like Anna Kendrick and stuff. This, doing is, my, this is my fault. I'm not comfortable I promoted with that. them and, they, and they've taken over the world. it's all Jack's fault. I take full responsibility for that. I mean, you well, can watch the lighthouse that way. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a picture of a lighthouse the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. If you would like to support us financially, we'd very much appreciate it. You don't have to, of course, this main show. Our own streaming service. Our own streaming <laughs> service in a way, yeah. Uh, the main show, the we main seasons, the and the in-between season content that we are currently working our way through before we start season six. Oh, yeah. is always available for free, but there's plenty of bonus stuff going on in and around every episode, pretty much. Whether it's the inter-season stuff, whether it's the main season stuff. For the main season, you get all the outtakes. We're doing movie commentaries. You can come and vote for episodes. You can come mm -hmm. and choose some films for us to discuss. As Tim mentioned, come join us on the Discord as well. Lots of fun, lots of ways to interact with us. And of course, the Sequelizers t-shirt. Sweet, sweet. Available on our website, sequelizers.com. Mm. You can go and buy that. Lovely design by John Scarrett, printed by a local company, Vino Sangre. Yeah. Fantastic local guys, based here in Norwich. Uh, mm. Super like friendly, eco-friendly printing as well, which is something that's pretty important to us as well. All the packaging we send it out in is eco-friendly. All the packaging is compostable. I was yeah, quite yeah. pleased with finding that as well. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of you probably already have some t-shirts, and if you don't, you can go to sequelizers.com and pick up your very own Sequelizers t-shirt mm. with more merch and ideas coming up in the future. Yeah. The dystopian future owned by Disney. <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you next week for some more inter-season content goodness. Ba-bum. 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 Ba